is this? I need your help. Diablo is heading east for some foul purpose. The what? You better hurry. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Oh, look who it is, and look who we are, and look what we're doing. <laughs> it's Core, everybody. Hello, and welcome to Core for November 16, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson here in the Water Temple with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and we are ready to talk about video games, stuff happening, stuff that has happened, things that we played, uh, awards that have been nominated, all kinds of really stupid stuff today on a week where it, where it basically is 2012 for me, and I'll get to that later. Uh, before we do anything, though, i got to tell you guys a cool story. I'm walking around in... Val Draken, which is the uh, the home city there in the Dragonflight World of Warcraft business, right? And uh, I'm hanging out in there. Everything's going fine. And some guy runs up to me and says in a slash say, are you GURP from the instance? And I said, oh, well, I was. I mean, I'm still GURP. I was on GURP. So I was the character. Uh, I didn't have Henry out, though. I had out. Uh, who did I have out? I had uh, Derek. He's a bear. Anyway. Yep, I name all my pets stupid things. And uh, she, or he, he was there, standing there, and he goes, um, just so you know, we've never been never talked before, but I was listening to The Instance when I was eight years old. Excuse me, as my dad and I used to listen together. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. And I'm thinking, what was this like a while ago? The kid's maybe 12 or something now. Uh, no, he's, 20, he's 25 years old now. <laughs> yep. That's insane to me. This eight-year-old kid listens to the show, finds me all these years later. We had a lovely chat. It was very nice. I can say his name. Uh, he told me it was okay. His name is Jacob, and uh, that was awesome. So hi, Jacob. Oh, and he loves core. He listens to core and loves it. Oh, nice. Awesome. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, he's graduated to core like the rest of us. And uh, anyway, it went really well. So I wanted to share that little anecdote. And then the other thing, before we get going here in, in earnest, Steam Deck... 2.0 or the Steam Deck OLED models went on sale today at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. And my daughter and I were both going to try to snipe one because she already sold hers to her sister, her smaller one. She had more of the entry-level one and uh, was ready to go. She even sold her PS5 because she's like, I, the Steam... The <laughs> I'll st- do anything for a Steam Deck. Yeah, the Steam oh, Deck. Wow. She's just like, <laughs> getting rid of all of it. Eh? Her, her previous yeah. Steam Deck kind of took over games-wise. Like, it's all she wanted to play on. And uh, I think that makes sense. Uh, but anyway, she she was there, poised to go, and I was too. And a TMS was just standing when this is all going on, so we're refreshing the page. And it's like, oh, okay, they're up. And immediately the site goes down. Everything goes skawampus. The bots flooded in, tried to buy a bunch of this stuff. It was a series of refresh, refresh, refresh. Finally got to the next page. Then it would refresh, refresh, refresh. Finally got to a page where we thought we were good. We were both going for the limited edition models. And that's the one with the cool translucent-ish case or, you know, body. And then the orange accents and buttons and stuff is really cool. And it's not, I think it's 30 bucks more and it seemed worth it. So we are both going to try to do that. Well, it suddenly pops up and says, after all these refreshes, sorry, this is out of stock now. I'm like, well, shit, this is terrible. All right, fine. I want, I just want the terabyte OLED. Let's do it. So I went to the terabyte OLED one, the normal one. Same thing, bunch of refreshes, all these problems. Eventually, that goes through. Then Carter's like, fine, I'll do that one too. So she goes to do hers. She gets to the final screen. Sorry, we're out of stock on that now. 
So everybody's like, oh, what is this? This is terrible. About 20 minutes, 10 minutes later or something like that, Valve updates the page to say, uh, we're now limiting sales of all of this to anyone who hasn't, who has made a purchase on the, our service since November of this year, the 1st of November or something like oh, that. Oh, look at that. Because I guess bots and like new signups and stuff are trying to snipe these in, in volume and, you know, get them all. So now they're stock again. But I've already bought the one. So I could go, I could have right then gone and done this other one and then returned that. And you know what? I started going, the only difference between these is one looks like the current Steam Deck color wise and the other one doesn't. I, I guess I don't care. But Carter, through magically getting her sister on the phone, who wasn't being told she was timed out for trying to hit refresh too many times, she got it over in their townhouse. And then just will transfer it to her and then she'll pay her via Venmo. Anyway, it all worked out. Everybody's getting their Excellent. Steam decks. All right. I mean, you know what you could do, Scott? What? I, I have it pulled up. It's in my cart right now. I could get one. <laughs> you buy one of those limited edition ones. Yeah. Uh, you give me the one you just bought uh-huh. because you like me and you think I'm uh, an affable fellow. Yeah. And then you keep the limited edition. Yeah, we just just we just trade them. Yeah. Uh, you, just, you just you just splurge on a little six hundred dollar <laughs> gift for me. <laughs> wow, that sounds like such a good deal. Um, yeah. I am going. So so somebody I don't know who it was in the community said you should sell your Steam Deck, my current 512 megabyte one, or gigabyte, <laughs> megabyte. What is it, the 90s? Um, and you should put it on eBay and let everybody know, and then you'll probably get some good bids on it. So that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to include some other cool stuff with it. So if anyone out there is interested, keep an eye on stuff, because I will be selling a perfectly wonderful 512 gigabyte version of the LCD Steam Deck soon. And that thing is in pristine condition. But then my new one will be here in like five days, and I'm very excited. I'll, nice. report, I'll report back. Nice. All right. There's all that stuff. But are you sure you want to sell it in pristine? I mean, it is pristine. You no, know, uh, uh, online personalities tend to get a charge a premium when they rub their balls on it and stuff. Gamer girl water. Wait, let's think about this. What is it we could do? What could I yeah, add to my There's two there? smudges on the screen. Yeah, you, <laughs> you you guess as to what DNA I'm giving you on the screen. You're like, don't worry, guys, it's clean, and you'll get no bids. That's true. I need some I need some tub water or some kind of that. That's not good. Electronics. What do we need here? We need. Uh, do, do you have like a? I don't know. Uh, any kind of medical waste? <laughs> Steam Dex Megma. I mean, I did have to get, I had to use a needle for a thing my doctor gave me a little while ago. And I think Gosh, that needle's no. perfect. Blizzard's, no. giving away, Blizzard's giving away a bloody PC, like a PC filled with blood. Why don't you just squirt some blood all over that thing? And there you <laughs> yeah, go. just bleed on it. <laughs> all right. Good. Maybe it's a vial that go I ship with it, a little tiny vial full of blood. Well, nobody wants yeah. this, though. Steam Deck Hepatitis no, B nobody edition. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants I'm not a good-looking, amaranth-looking, young, you know, lady person with you, a hot you tub. You do not look like that, amaranth. That, that is true. Uh-uh. That's, that's the, <laughs> it's unfair to think Scott, that. you're not a bad-looking individual, but you don't you're, look like you're amaranth. You're a good-looking no, guy. A fact. <laughs> not everyone wants amaranth. We need a variety of offerings yeah so somebody somewhere wants like you know middle-aged freaking blood i guess i wouldn't be surprised here's one thing you could do and uh, this one i'm serious about 
Maybe it sounds egotistical to people not in the know, but I think a lot of people in the know would be potentially bidding. Mm. Maybe like because you're gonna say I'm gonna include artwork and I'm guessing Some stickers, right? like, pins, all kinds like of cool that. stuff. Yeah, it's hand and maybe stuff. say I will sign it if you want me to. Yeah, because I don't like. I don't want to assume anyone Ooh. wants anything from me. Right. I really don't, don't assume like it. they want it. I'll but just, just say, say like I'll sign it if blood. you would like me to. I'll sign it with blood if you would you like have. me to. <laughs> sign. That's so. actually a great idea. Yeah, it'll be just like two post-it notes. Do you want me to sign this? Yes, no. If yeah. yes, do you want me to sign it in blood? Yes, no. Yes, no. Just, just check one, please. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I know there there are a lot of people in the market for something like this, but just don't want to buy new or as as expensive as a newer one can be. So I'll, it'll be a good deal. Well, we'll see. It's an auction, so I don't know what it'll be. Maybe it'll go higher than I expect. But I'm going to sell it. the Blizzard competition for the sole purpose is I want to see this this bloody PC in person. Yeah, dude. Right. I don't need it. I don't want it that bad, although it's got a 4090 in it. That's not too bad. No. That's what I wanted. But That's all I really I want, wanted. I want the blood. Yeah. I did the social media thing to win the PC, and then Bo pointed out that I didn't include the hashtag, and I was like, oh, I got to do that. And then I was like, eh, I don't Never got around to it. Nah. Wait, it required it. <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered to fix it, so I don't the, think my rules are, and I could have them wrong too, but what I remember is you like the post, then reply telling a friend with the hashtag, whatever it was. Diablo it was too big one. of a hashtag. Uh, I didn't. It was, I didn't it was pretty big. I copy pasted. If I want a free computer, I want to put basically zero effort into it. Just a thousand hours of labor. Yeah, represented through the cash you earned instead of <laughs> yes, copying a hashtag. Did no, you? like if I'm buy a computer, I'll put work into that. But if I'm getting a free computer, I want minimal effort. Do you think, Bo, because you're on the thousand list of people who dinged a hundred without dying in hardcore, and you're on the statue, that they would give you preferential uh, possible? Yeah, they should. You know, but just I, pump up I, your chances or something. What if they disqualify <laughs> him? They're like, Jesus, we put you on a statue. Now we're going to give you a computer. What else do you want? Yeah. Uh, I'm the one of the best to get the computer. I've got a great camera. I'll do an unboxing and show it off to people. You know, we'll talk awesome. about it on Core. Awesome, the number one uh, Blizzard-related podcast in the in the world. Yeah, I do want to be a PC influencer because I would like PC parts to try to influence people to buy. Ah, uh, yes, that. <laughs> I want what? Okay, if you had to donate. A part of you to circulate in a piece of uh, liquid cooled PC thing and not just your blood, but some other part of you. What would you? Yeah, I wouldn't mind like one eyebrow hair just flowing through that thing, you know? Well, oh, my gosh. If we can go that small, fine. I'll scratch some knuckle skin in the thing. Like what? You don't want to, I want eyeballs in mine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, oh, like whole eyeballs? Like the entire like whole Nash, Nash, you just, Nash eyeball. You softballed it so much. You're like, okay, you're going to get a brand new PC. What do you want to put in there? I'm going to put some hair. Yeah, I'm going to put some hair <laughs> like, in there. Who cares? That's not, you're not giving up anything. No. I'd be more willing to put a hair in a PC than use the hashtag they wanted me to use. Yeah. I thought you were what? talking about, like, would you cut off a big toe for a new computer? What, what, what if a PC has a fully functional dong and testicles? Oh, just, I don't know about that. I, fully functional? 
Like it what belongs to the PC. What graphic card is in it? <laughs> yeah, what's to, what GPU is in there that I'm... The, 4090. 4090. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, that's fine. It's fine. Does it have needs or just like it's got them? It's a, it's a human It's penis. not a deal breaker either way. I'm just curious. What's around? getting into with this PC? All right, but John's not going to be halfway through a run in, I don't know, some game. Uh, he's doing a dungeon in Final Fantasy, <laughs> and this thing's going to go, Hey, what? Hey. Um, I'm horny. You need to. You need to come over here. Address me. Address my so, needs. Like I won't turn RTX on unless you give me a few strokes. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh that's like gosh. some. That's some. That's some. Uh, what's that author's name? Naked Lunch. Oh, stuff. Uh, you know the uh, penis in the forehead. It's his name. Who's the author? The author William is Bur- William Burroughs. Is no. it? No. No, well, Cronenberg it? made the movie. Oh, Cronenberg's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Cronenberg. Is a William S. Burroughs. Yeah, uh, that stuff's weird. Favorite. Yeah. That stuff's really weird. That movie still. That's, where my, that's what I'm thinking of. Also had Peter Weller in it, funny enough. Yeah, Peter Weller. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. another Peter Weller uh, class. Someone find out if he was a dick on that set or not. But anyway. Okay, well, there you have it. Uh, that's some fun stuff to think about while we meander into our big topic. Look, I don't think any of us are fans of popularity contests. We don't really care about the Oscars or the Emmys or, you know, any of that. But for some reason, when it comes to video games, well, we all get all fired up because it's all we have. And uh, the Game Awards nominations came out, which people can go vote for. I don't know how this actually works. Is it purely a popular vote? Do we know how how that functions? Does anyone know? Because I don't know. Uh, I know they have a jury, but I believe the jury only names the nominees, and then it is a popular vote from there, is okay. my understanding. So, right. so the winners from this list will be popular vote selected, right? We we, can, we assume that. Um, I assume nothing. Yeah, maybe it's probably best not to. But I was going to say I assume that, and then it's I just changed in the middle of the sentence. The, the main, yeah, the main chief category that everybody's getting all up in arms about, mostly fans of Starfield, um, are mad about this because it's not on the list, but the current nomination list for Game of the Year is Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom, the, the Zelda business. And um, Tom asked me on DTNS which of these games, if I could take one off and replace it with uh, you know, something like Starfield, what would I do? And I would take off Resident Evil 4, not because it isn't amazing, it is, it's really, really well done, but it's a remake of an old game. I don't think those get to yeah, count. Yeah, but it's but it's a complete remake. I like it is not the same video game. Yeah, I think I think Dead Space did better than RE4. People people are just love RE4. They got RE4 bias. No, yeah. Resident Evil Four is better than Dead Space. As, really? Let me let me immediately nullify Bo's opinion here by going <laughs> as somebody who played and completed both video games. Yeah. I did that too. Four did more. I did that too. As somebody who doesn't like horror games, I'll say that I had more. I think I had more. Oh, fun! I had more. Rd four has a bunch of music in it. I said it to be a jerk, but now that I'm thinking, it didn't really work. (laughs) Uh, Uh, It has a bunch of of music in it. Dead Space had like barely any music. It had uh, engineering porn. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, ambient, uh, distressing like ambient sound. Points for me. Yeah, yeah, I like. I that mean, stuff. like, here's here's the reality. Are we gonna start with this? Like, are we starting with the banger yeah, category? Yeah, I, I do. Okay, all Let's right. Do the we're gonna year. work our way down. Our our content's gonna get less interesting as we go. I'm yeah, fine. we'll go through That's them the quick. Plan. We'll go through uh, the boring ones. But quick. I, I yeah. think, like, no matter what, you're gonna be disappointed. Like this year was a crazy year for video games. Yeah, they they picked six. Like I could probably easily do a top 10 at just with things that I played for this year. Yeah. Well, we're like, going to do that in a few uh, weeks, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. Like this does not reflect my personal list very well. I could easily remove, I could remove games. I like very much from this list oh, to put other games on here. I, I think I, no matter what people were going to be disappointed yeah. with. Yeah. I think we're going to be stuck on things forever. If we go deep into analysis on like, which one on that like, should like, have been there yeah so like we yeah. can still talk about it. i'm not saying don't do it but like if we each one's gonna be like uh they missed 50 games that i think yeah you know like your point is well made so i mean i yeah. i think you know f- to the starfield people i would say oh well good news it's on the R- best rpg of the year list but so is Baldur's gate so if it feels a little stacked <laughs> against them and Baldur's Gate so will probably for? and should probably win. Like I, I think it's a hands down like the lead game, but it's not the one I would pick or the one I had the most fun with. Um, out of those listed, which one did you like the best? Of those, yeah, of what, those listed, because yeah, we're gonna do our own list soon enough. So we're gonna just go off of the video game awards categories. And anybody that wants to say, well, I don't know if this should have been, that's not the discussion. We'll do our list at the end of the year. For what is nominated, yeah, game awards don't what, really matter that much. What not as do much you as think the core year end. No, they're just again these kind of contests like like the you know Oscars. It's all about driving business to theaters and getting people stoked about movies they haven't heard about. This serves the same purpose. It's a very commercial purpose. So just keep that in mind. We all have monkey brains that want to pick sides and be tribal and pick our favorite things and. This, this plays on that. It's okay to have fun with it. It's totally cool, but we're not going to get into the wood weeds. I don't think about how wrong their picks are because who, who cares? Like we're going to have our own picks. You're going to have your own picks. It's ridiculous. Even in, especially in a year like this, I don't even know how you do this in 2023. It's insane. It's more fun to look at the worst games. Talk about that King Kong piece of shit and that weird Gollum yeah. game. Gollum, King Kong, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. I mean, it's been a real big year for terrible video. Oh, Modern Warfare 3 is getting getting just freaking destroyed it's really it's really bad it's so bad i i almost put it in the news last week and i was like yeah we don't need that vibe here we just won't talk about no, it no i i do feel bad anyway. though do you think microsoft's having like a like not regret but they're sitting around going the the one big activision title the one that matters most on the activision name is a piece of shit this year well done everybody. i think microsoft is sitting there going guys you couldn't wait a couple months for us to not just totally come in and try and tank the franchise. Yeah. Uh, They're still licking right. their Red Dawn. They're not Red Dawn. Red. What was it called? The vampire. One? Redfall. 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 They're still licking those wounds. Red Dead Vampire. Red Dead Vampire. That reduction. was this year, too, right? I put that on the list as well. Yeah. yeah. Put, the, put that on your poopy list because it was poopy. Although, I don't know. Maybe it's OK now. Kind of want to check in. So, who are you voting no, for, it's for not game a, of the I year? Uh, so, of these, I would choose Baldur's Gate three um, because partly because I only played two of these: Resident Evil four and Baldur's Gate three are the only two I played. Um, I'm confident that I would probably like Alan Wake two and hope to play it one day. 
um, if I can get over the scary bits. Here's the thing, if I can say something salacious. Please. Uh, yeah, go for it. I feel like all these games, even though I haven't played Spider-Man 2 or Zelda or Wonder or RE4 Alan Wake 2, I can pretty much guess... <laughs> How they're gonna play all the ones you haven't played, and it was literally everything but one of them. But but you know, like I know what these games are. Like I've played versions of them before, right? And I guess that's true of Baldur's Gate three. But I want to say, I can think of more examples of the other games than I can of Baldur's Gate three. Right, right. So it stands out from this list. Even if you like them. I agree. Even if I had played them all, I just have a feeling that if I'm going, if you're really just going from a technical, how do I put this? I don't mean technical. I just mean like whole package kind of thing where we're looking at less derivativeness. Everything else on here feels derivative to me, except for Baldur's Gate 3, even though it's a sequel to a series. It is the most like different from its past. Um well, it's, I can give you actual specifics if you're struggling. Only 5th edition D&D system. One of very few games to actually one-to-one an TTRPG rule set. Not only that, but did it with a gigantic amount of options. Yeah. One of the only games where you have multiple outcomes for multiple characters in a, in a giant storytelling web. Like, you know... Uh, the actual multiplayer turn-based combat is super well done. An innovation on their previous game where people can take turns at the same time. There's there's so many reasons where you can say, like, this hasn't been done before um, that they did that none of the other games... I mean, I guess you've never been an elephant in Super Mario Wonder, but, like, big <laughs> whoop, you know what I mean? That's true. No, that's <laughs> true. Like, that's the Legend point. of Zelda just added a Valheim mod to their game. Like, you know, it's... Did they really? Yeah, well, the new Zelda, you have building. It, it just, I mean, I haven't played it, but from the trailers, it looks like what you already do in Valheim, which is take things and build them. Oh, Maybe, I see um, what you're saying. Okay. It's not quite that, but you know what I mean. It's just I thought like somebody was inserting like, Valheim in the game and hacked it or something or did some weird no. thing, but I get what they you mean. They didn't do something new. They did something new for the Zelda franchise, which is different, right? Sure. So, and it's anyways. top-notch, as always, because Nintendo makes no crap. Like, I... I have no doubt, even though I haven't played it, but I know that I love, I know I'm going to love Wonder when I finally get around to it. I know that all of these are worthy of praise. Every one of these There's games. There's no bad game on the list. Like, yeah, they're all you know, good you games. S- you spent the money and it's worth your time and money probably. Yeah. yeah. I do. I've yeah. played four of the six. Um, yeah, the most of us. Alan, I've played Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4, and we're going to be three for three. I'd say Baldur's Gate for me. Yeah, I think so All too. Right. Three for three. Nice. Let's look at the next yeah, there one. Should be a little next one. Yeah. Yeah. Game. Next uh, category. Best is game direction. Best game direction. Yeah, and this looks like a similar list. Let's tell you what's on there. <laughs> Same list Weird. with no RE4. No RE4 because again, remake of an old game. <laughs> poorly but, directed RE4. Yeah. Poor, anyways, is known for its poor direction. RE4. <laughs> Uh, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel vs. Spider-Man 2, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think th- uh, Direction. See, I haven't played enough yeah, of so Alan Yeah, so I Wake. think it is worth noting, you know, what they, because they do write a blurb on what they say is the purpose for it. So uh, they say, awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. And uh, I'll... I'll Tell you on this one. I've played three of the five now because RE4 is gone. Yeah. Um, I 
as much as I love Baldur's Gate 3, I know I'm not going to get you guys with this because you guys have not played it. Yeah. Uh, my vote for this would be for Alan Wake 2. I'll bet they, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you, not because I know, but because I just have a feeling this is where they give the most love to Alan Wake 2 is here. I, I think Alan Wake 2 deserves this category uh, for, I mean, like to even say it would just start getting into a bunch of spoilers. Uh, I think Baldur's Gate is certainly a contender and I wouldn't be sad if it won, but Alan Wake 2 is what they're doing with that game and that world and that universe and everything tied to it is absolutely insane. Yeah. So that's, that's my vote for this one. Hey, is it true that the voice of Mario in the new wonder game is, which is not Martinette anymore, but it's, is it the dude from a final fantasy 16? <laughs> no. Who made that up? Is that all just from me. their little meme thing they did when they, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. from the meme when he was going, it's me. Mario. Yeah, no, we played it here <laughs> yeah. on the show, but I was somebody in Discord or whatever would did a really convincing job of telling me that he That was me because I said, "Hey, he also voiced Mario this year." Was that that you? was my convincing job. Yeah. Oh, well shit, I should have known with you, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. No. I need to play but that game. Though. It's just cuz Ben Star loaded uh put a video on Twitter for his application to be the new voice of Mario, where sounding exactly like Clive from Final Fantasy XIV started doing, it's a me, a Mario. A Mario. A Mario. Do you, uh, do you speaking of which, do you have any feelings about 16 being left off this, uh, any list? It's just not on here, is it? Um, I mean, it, again, it'd be on my personal. I can completely understand why that would not be, with a, as good of a year in gaming as it is, I can understand why it didn't make a top six. Mm. So I'm fine with it. Like that game was very specifically great for me. Uh, I think just, you know, two thirds of us played it and one third of us liked it. Mm. So uh, I think that that maybe tells you where it's where it's supposed to be. Sure. Uh, I think that game's brilliant. I think that game's great. I think the spectacle in that game is bar none, and there have been some games that have certainly tried. Spider-Man 2 tries to start big and bombastic, and I, I pales in comparison to Final Fantasy 16. So it should but, be on the uh, list instead of Spider-Man 2. Oh. Uh, I, I would do it, but I again, I don't think broadly it's going to end up being there. To me, it ultimately comes down to, like, did they get is the right game to win the category in there? And that is, so I kind of don't care about the rest. Mm. Right. Okay, like, I know it's, on. I know it's an honor to be nominated, but at the, at the end of the day, like it, did they put Baldur's gate three on there? Yes. Okay. Then it's a They're probably going to win. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's right. how I Let's felt. We, we got 31 to do. Yeah. We got a lot more. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick. This is I how I felt. We're going to do all of them. This, yeah. We're not doing them all. Well, we I've, can speed through them quickly, I think, if we run out of time. But. I, re I loved, uh, you'll remember in 2015, uh, 2016's Oscars when Fury, Fury Road got the most nominations that year, but I knew it wasn't going to win the big one. I knew it. It should have, and I would love it if it did, but I'm not dumb. I know how the Academy works. This is like that. This will be Alan Wake or Baldur's Gate. That's who's winning this one here. Zelda, sorry, you had stuff years ago where you already got to be top of the heap. You you get to be like, you know, Spielberg the year after he got an Oscar. All right. You get to chill out a little bit. Uh, all right. Next up. Best narrative. Best narrative. Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, uh, Final Fantasy 16. I guess it did get an on there. And Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I personally 
See, the problem with Baldur's Gate is it probably should win this too because it's so intertwined. Your your uh, nar- the narrative is so much intertwined conversations and 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 text trees and you deciding stuff on the fly and then getting a different version than Bo saw that John saw. We all saw different versions of how the story played out. I don't know how you don't give it that just because that right there isn't so much a storytelling achievement as it is a overall achievement of getting your narrative fully immersed in the mechanics of the world. So it probably deserves it. But my, my personal favorite would be Phantom Liberty. That's the one I would give it to. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I don't give it to Baldur's Gate 3. I did initially. I actually went back and changed my vote on this because I have already voted. But uh, I, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is getting recognized as game of the year. I think it is the game of the year by a landslide. But you know what didn't stick its landing for me at all? Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. You know what did stick its landing for me in a big bad way and is still one of the best video game stories I've ever played? Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. It is it is what I picked for this too. So But you know what I'm saying I'm about I'm not going to be sad if Baldur's Gate 3 wins or honestly any of these. I don't think Marvel's Spider-Man deserves to win. I'll be honest, I don't think the story was that good. But any of the other four, I think, is good enough to uh, to carry this, and I wouldn't be sad. But my vote is going to go to Phantom Liberty. Same here. Not Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, no, yeah. I okay. love Final Fantasy sixteen story, but Cyberpunk twenty seventy sevens is better. Okay, I'm three for three on Baldur's Gate. Oh, I'll stay in there. <laughs> so far, both staying strong. Bo, do you agree with me though about the the intertwining of how the story works is really the, the, the achievement there. Like and the story's good too. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. it's not a good story, but well, I mean, John, we had a long conversation. You can, can, there's some bugs and there's some unfinished stuff. And, but I think overall the ambition, it, I'm give it to it for the ambition. I don't think ambition in storytelling mechanics. Mm. It might be that Phantom Liberty as the more cohesive story, but we get cohesive stories like all the time. That's true. Uh, but Baldur's Gate 3, it has ambition. So that's why it gets my vote. Fair enough. Uh, next up, we have Best Art Direction. And uh, Alan Wake hangs around for this one, as does Mario uh, Wonder, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. In addition, we have Hi Fi Rush and Lives, Lies of P. Um, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, it's not on there. I'm a little surprised. <laughs> I was like, I want to vote for it for every category. Every category. Why isn't it in this one? Pretty much. That's what everyone should do. But you know what's freeing here, though, space. for me? Well, I haven't played Island Wake 2, and I, from my understanding, like that probably is going to be the one that get it and deserves it. But having played Lies of P, at least a bunch of it, and seen a lot of this other stuff, the one that impressed me the most on this list was Hi-Fi Rush. That game, I realize that's probably an underdog here. That game was r- freaking rad. Still is. Now, that game looked good. That yeah. game looked looked awesome. Uh, my vote for this was Alan Wake Two. Uh, I just I think it's an incredible feat to be able to show uh, like real live action footage and then switch to in game models and not somehow that's not jarring to me. Like it didn't even make me think twice about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a crazy achievement. And uh, for that alone, uh, not that alone. There's a lot of great things in that. Yeah. But uh, that's why I gave it to that. All right, Bo. This is tough. I haven't played any of these games. All right, and there's so, no Baldur's Gate on there to go. I was gonna write in Baldur's Gate three. I'm probably just gonna vote for Hi-Fi Rush because it's cool and different. That's what I do. It's cool. 
and I like cool and different. I, I mean, I think I have yet to play it. I, I actually, it's on my to do list, but they're all beautiful games. If anything, I think Zelda's maybe a little misplaced there because the new Zelda is kind of it looks just like the last one. Like I'm I not, I don't mean that in a bad way. Or- I, I don't mean it a bad way. This is already a beautiful game, but they didn't change much to how it looks. Like it still kind of looks like Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off her Zelda fan, but that'll be my role in the team. Yeah, just I'll probably get shit for like, it too. Though. I don't like I don't like the art style. Oh yeah. Oh really? I well, I can't agree like with you there. I do like the art style, but I just don't think it differentiates itself over the yeah. 2017 game. From um, what I've seen of Zelda and Mario, I actually would give it to Mario over uh, Zelda. Yeah, because Mario is still like it's walking familiar territory with Mario games. And somehow still, when I watched bits of it, was like, oh, my gosh, that looks crazy and that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things it does with the the flower that kind of changes, uh, you know, gets Mario real high and changes the world in wacky ways. Like some of that stuff is crazy, like where you look like you're underwater, but that operates like you're in the air and then you jump up out of the water and now you're swimming in the air like some of those effects are just wild and and really cool looking and kind of reinvent something that's such a known quantity like Mario yeah. Yeah. that I actually think that that's more of an achievement than than what Zelda. I do off. like Although it. Although I, I, I think Zelda looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine. I'm just saying, put two screenshots up of Zelda or Link doing some shit in the forest, and then tell me if it's Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild. You're gonna have a hard time <laughs> telling the difference. They look very similar. Uh, best score in music. John, good news. Final Fantasy 16 is on here. However, it's up against Alan Wake <laughs> yeah. 2, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, All i got to say is the Raphael boss fight. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, this you, is the easiest vote. This thing, you know what's ever. missing here? This is missing a sixth slot, and that's where I think Starfield should have been right here. That I love that music. I love that whole soundtrack. I listened to it a lot this year outside of the game and in. That's it's unfair that that's not on here, and I'll just say that out loud. Anyway, yeah. c- continue on. Uh, which one, John? What's your oh, what, I'm, or Bo? Either of you doesn't matter. Go ahead, Bo. No, no, I, I was just gonna say the same thing. I mean, Raphael, have you heard Raphael's boss fight music, Scott? Maybe I can probably find it real quick. Um, You're not. Have you, have you finished that game? What's your progress report? Oh my gosh, I'm still somewhere in. Uh, where the hell did I get out? I wasn't in the city yet. <laughs> There's a lot. Okay, left. here. Like, I think I don't know if we're gonna get claims trouble for it. I linked it here. Oh, it should be fine if it's video show. game. But yeah, it's, I play, a it's video game music. Yeah. When you if you fight Raphael, this is what you're treated to as soon as the fight starts. I mean, I did the whole. I've interacted with him like three, four times, but I haven't act, it's, fought it's him. It's an Act Three end game boss oh, fight. Okay. All right, that's good to know. Uh, here's some music from that, so everybody can hear it. Here we go. Life's all I didn't know it's singing. That's cool. That's it, yeah. Here, I'll skip that a little bit. Ooh, very gothic, very intense. Wait, just wait for it. It's not there. Wait for it. Keep going. All right. We're waiting. We're waiting. Now. Hell, hell. Hell has its laws. Hell, hell. Effect in the cause, curtain falls, but hold your applause. Squirm, squirm, for now down here come the claws. Yeah, I definitely have not seen that yet. So the boss sings at you while the boss fight happens, <laughs> and I swear to God, I had chills going down my back. It is one of the best moments in gaming I've had all year. 
Like, you might like other soundtracks. It's fine. But when I got to that fight and he starts, the voice actor is already amazing as Raphael. Mm. When he starts singing at you mm. and it opens with that, uh, the woman singing. And that's also like incredibly moving. Like nothing even came close. Like if you objective meter wise, there's nothing that comes even close to that in gaming this year. Easy BG3 win. And I think a lot of people are going to agree with that. Mm. I hear good things about Alan Wake 2's music, though. Heard real yeah, good stuff. All this stuff's good, but not For great. For me, I'm going to give it great. to Final Fantasy 16. Uh, there are two games on this list that, with their music, managed to get a cheer out of me. Uh, one of them is Baldur's Gate 3 in exactly the moment Bo was talking about. It is an awesome, like, surprise moment. And for the record, like, the rest of Baldur's Gate 3's music is amazing. Like, I yes. listened to it <laughs> yeah. on its own. Like, I don't want to take, I don't want to be like, it's one song that's good. Baldur's Gate 3's score is amazing. It's really good. Uh, yeah. From beginning to end, I love it. But that like guttural reaction of like, oh my God, this is awesome. I had that multiple times with final fantasy 16 so that is where my vote is going for yes yeah. i just wish i don't know if you have if you can only do five take off tears of the kingdom and put star starfield soundtrack on there tears of the kingdom has a nice soundtrack but it's not it's fine i listen to that whole thing it's fine uh moving on i sound like i'm so anti-zelda i'm not i swear chat room and people at home don't send <laughs> well, me convince emails them. Uh, pick zelda for something you coward yeah you bet you freaking coward all right uh let's move on to best audio design this a more more uh, a harder and harder thing to tell the difference on because everybody's got really good audio design these 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 days but alan wake 2 dead space uh which did make this list hi-fi rush resident evil 4 and marvel spider-man 2 um i'm guessing alan wake gets that but i thought dead space Dead Space is my it's my jam, so I love that sound. Yeah, to me, it's between Alan Wake and Dead Space. I voted Alan Wake, but Dead I mean, Space Dead, would be Dead another Space great is a braver here. game that I wish more games did, which was not do music. In fact, I wish more movies had less music. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, ketchup. You know how like you cover the taste of great things by mm -hmm. putting ketchup on everything. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of music is in a lot of presentations. Well, let's. Let's put music in here. Instead, these guys went with ambience, ambient terror, ambient sounds. And I respect and admire that way more than just, you know, uh, just relying on uh, like musicy stuff. Yeah. Video gamey stuff. I agree. That's why, why I love No Country for Old Men because it doesn't have any soundtrack. Really. Yeah. Good example. Love yeah. that. Adds so much to that movie. Uh, here's one. Best performance. Now, John, try to keep yourself huh? contained here. Ben Starr from Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 is on here. Um, I know you're a bit of a fanboy. Uh, Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is on here. Man, that was this year, too. Jeez. Yeah. Idris yeah. Elba, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. I think he's fantastic in that. Uh, Melanie Lib Libbard. I almost said Libtard. Sorry. <laughs> well, careful now. I know. I know. I know. I hate that term even, but I almost said it. Uh, and not for political reasons, everyone. Keep your emails to yourselves. Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3. So you got your uh, historian. Yeah. Not Newborn. What did I say? Oh, Newbon. Newbon. Neil the Newborn. Neil Newborn. <laughs> Newbon. 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 He's the one that sent my daughter the thing. Uh, yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, he's and super he might nice. Be listening. Halston might be listening too. And Yuri wow. Lowenthal from Marvel Spider-Man 2 plays Peter, I think. 
Um, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. You said Peter, and I just for whatever reason, I, my head didn't immediately click. went to Office Space. Um, I was just like the the one I got into the most here. I liked everybody, and I'm a little pissed oh, that yeah. Sid isn't on here. Um, Sid should be here. I don't like that. You, I mean, he had an iconic year. He played two major roles in two major games. Yeah. But, yeah um, he was good in Diablo 4 as well. I should have gotten a nod. Maybe it's because he was very samey in Diablo 4 as this character. I mean, was, it was He was not samey. It was same. He's it was not samey. He was the same as his Final Fantasy character is what I mean. Well, oh. no, Sid is much better than... Yeah. Well, he's Sid given more to work better. with, but he doesn't affect a different kind of performance. It's sort of just the same. I feel like he was pretty iconic as Lorath in Diablo 4 compared to oh, the rest of the cast of characters. Like, he stands out. His voice really stood out. Yeah. Uh, and Lorath does stand out, and then he's even better as Sid. Yeah. So I'm sure imagine that. Put him up for both. I'm not saying he shouldn't <laughs> be there for FF16. I just think... He definitely was iconic in D4. I no, should have gotten the nod, but it doesn't matter because uh, Asterion, it, it, again, we're talking greatness here. Everyone was good, but uh, Neil Newbon was great. Now, everybody uh, in here will go to that event and hopes they win. Idris Elba's got other shit to do. He's not going to be at this thing. Are you saying it's not I mean, worth recognizing? I'm saying that I he is star? my pick for this. This is who I would go with. I think everybody else. Oh, your great. vote is for Idris it's Elba. For Idris Elba. You feel guilty about it because you're picking the most famous person in the room. Yeah, and I promise that's not why. I just really liked his performance <laughs> as that character in, in Scott Phantom Liberty. went to an ice cream shop, ordered vanilla, and is feeling a little self conscious about it. Maybe a little bit. I thought he was fantastic. Why don't you at it. split the difference and vote for someone else? Uh, well, okay, then let's go. I'd go with Starian, probably. Uh, uh, I voted for Ben Starr. Yeah, uh, of course not you surprising. did. Not yeah. surprising. Look, I thought, I genuinely, I think Clive carried that game. He had a lot he had to do in that game, emotionally and stoically, as well as being, like, funny at times. And I thought the performance was really good. He also voiced Mario. He also voiced the silent protagonist in Starfield. I'm not going to fall and for I'm this again. I'm pretty sure he also voiced Link this year. So <laughs> that's me, pretty Mario. good. And yeah, yeah. while we were talking, <laughs> wait, play it again. Right. It's me, Mario. I, get, I wanted to get yeah, one of the that, ones where he says, it's a me, a Mario, but I didn't do it. Yeah, that it's a terrible. Me, a Mario. Why, would you, why would you vote for It's me, Mario. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the first take. He has multiple takes. It's yeah. very good. Uh, um, I, I will I'm say this, like, I thought Neil Newbon, um, as a starian was, was fantastic. Like not, I think everybody in Baldur's Gate three belongs on this list. Well, you sure don't vote I don't that know. Way. I don't know if it would change my vote, but like, they're the best, I but I'm not that, voting for them because Yoshi P. I don't have my to. Daughter. I don't have to. <laughs> because Yoshi think, P. What? What'd you say about Yoshi P? Kidnap my daughter. No. I'll say the only problem. The only problem I have with Neil Newbon isn't about his performance. It's that <laughs> I played a bard and I didn't need a Starian in my party, and so I didn't see much of his performance. Oh. He was basically the guy who sat at camp and one That's time your- tried. 
to drink my blood. Mm. Look, I mean, I didn't play Hi-Fi Rush, and I voted for it in an earlier award. I think <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> you vote away. I am looking forward to hear or seeing Melanie Libbard uh, as uh, or Liberd, however you say it, in Alan Wake too, because I hear she's just uh, great in that. Yeah. So. Again, everyone on this list did phenomenal in the things they did. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Monaghan, for as much as I make fun of just redhead Jedi, his performance in that game is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he sold me on a character that I hated so much, I almost didn't play the game. I was like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing another just generic, like, the, the feature of this Jedi is he has red hair. Like, what is this? Yeah. I'm so mad. Yeah. And he sold me on it. And, like, Cal Kestis, because of his performance, is now a character I'm excited to hear more about. That's huge. Yeah, like, I agree. Everybody on this, and as much as we're poking fun at Scott, Idris Elba was great in Phantom Liberty. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... If they had put someone else from Baldur's Gate that was in my party more, they well, might have stolen my vote. This is, this is I point didn't I, get to see much Astarian, unfortunately. This is a point I wanted to make, is that they kind of messed up just giving it to Neil. This yeah. should be the entire cast of Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3. <laughs> yeah, it should be an award for the whole The whole thing's a damn achievement. They're just going to give it to one guy. Yeah. I mean, his stood out, but it stood out for kind of fabulous reasons. Like, And that's fine, but because it was the most like... He's he's the character you love to hate. He's the character that has always got some quippy thing to say. It's a little easy t- to do it, even though I think his performance he is excellent. A, but they're all good in yeah. that game. Everybody he has a very distinctive in, uh, voice that we haven't heard in gaming a lot, and his character is also gets a lot of attention. But like the narrator was amazing. People love Carlac. Yeah, Carlac awesome. was like an, is a, a, so much work from all the voice actors. Like it's. It's kind of insane just to say, oh, yeah, Neil did great. When, like, honestly, the entire cast, they just give them a collective award. Like, I'm sure they'd be all fine with that. Like, you look at some of these characters, and and honestly, he had it, too. Again, this is a problem with my playthrough of Baldur's Gate 3, which, again, is a testament to how good the game is, because I didn't have to interact with him. I still got an amazing experience, but... Like, for me, if I was going to try and fill a role here, I would probably give it uh, to Devorah Wild. I had to look up the name just to be sure I was going to get it right. Uh, oh, who did so Lazelle. Yeah. Because yeah. Lazelle is a character that is antagonistic across the board to you. She treats you like shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, she treats like, you like shit. <laughs> and uh, up to she a loves, point. She, lo- right. she loves me. Yeah. Well, we get there. We get there. But that performance, like, carries you through this, like, journey of somebody that starts off so antagonistic and then becomes a close ally. And I guess the same could be said for Neil Newbon because, you know, I did, even though he wasn't in my party, I did do his his big quest. So I did get redemption and I did get to see the the kind of tortured soul trying to get revenge, trying to get power, but also turning it away. Just didn't spend enough time with him to to give him this category, but I feel like every single one of these voice actors belongs on this. I, I do do. Let's not, let's not forget Jennifer English, who did an amazing job with my favorite girlfriend in the entirety of that <laughs> yeah, game. Scott, Scott fell in love immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. Like it should be the whole cat. Like I mean, the, them singling out Neil is kind of like them being lazy, like it being unbrave about recognizing you know because you're like, of course it's a great game, so. Let's like 
hold them back a little bit to make it even for the other comp competitors. It's like clearly the entire cast, like they nailed it. They hit a home run so hard. It smashed a satellite to a million pieces that flew out into the outside of our solar system and made first contact with alien species. Like Whoa. that's how good the VO is in this game yeah. compared. To, and they're just like, they basically hamstrung how, windmill slam dunk giving this award is to Baldur's Gate 3 by only nominating Neil. Yeah. So, I mean, I already think the game awards suck, so it just proves my case further. So. <laughs> Thank you. Put that in yeah. the court record. Bo has... Uh, Jeff, if you're listening, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but, like, I have lots of notes Yeah. on how you run your show. How <laughs> to do your thing. You let me know if you need some help. Uh, speaking of help, innovation and accessibility is our next category. We'll just tear through this because uh, it's a smaller category, but an important one. Diablo 4 got mentioned here. Uh, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6 all praised for focusing on letting or, or having ways for more and more people to play their games, whether it's uh, sight stuff like colorblindness or uh, controller use or using special controllers, that kind of stuff. I think that deserves to be... Thumbs this up. hard for me because I think for all of us, because yeah, I, I, really take I don't advantage know. Of it, so I, I don't haven't know. had to, I haven't had to touch it, so I don't know what was good. Yeah, I don't either. Good. But I, but I like that. I think that's. I like that they great. recognize it. I like that it's getting looked at. But yeah, I just don't. I'm going to abstain from this one. I don't feel yeah. like I might vote. I, I don't have. I don't know. You don't have a. You don't have skin in that game. You're saying. No, well, well I, don't I mean, I care about pick. it, but I just yeah. don't know. Like, I'm just, I couldn't tell you. It would feel you. weird to do a popularity contest like, oh, I like this game, but who knows how accessible that game is I or isn't. Like, I guess it's like, like you look at it more like, who do I want to recognize for being an exemplar out of this list? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I, yeah. I, it's hard. I know there's some, lots of options in the options screen of Diablo 4, but is that normal or is that good? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, someone out there, let us know. We've got some fans that uh, need some of that yeah. stuff more than others, and I would love to know who's doing it the best. Uh, best ongoing. I'm going to skip ahead to this one. Uh, these are games that are still ongoing and being updated. Uh, I think Cyberpunk 2077 deserves to be on this list, despite its controversial beginnings. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Apex Legends Final Fantasy 16 is listed here. Fortnite and Genshin Impact. No MMOs. WoW is usually on this list. FF14. There's one MMO. Uh, Final Fantasy. 14 oh, that's right fourteen. There. I read it as sixteen. My brain, he thought it my was brain. sixteen. Yeah, the my protagonist brain. looks like Clive because they all look, look like, like that guy now. Yeah, they all look like Clive. <laughs> um, you know, you're absolutely right. That's why I screwed that up. So sorry, I take that back. So there's your ongoing game. Um, I actually think Dragonflight, after my <laughs> intense week of couple of weeks of play deserves to be on here it's i think it's very good yeah. and a week after blizzcon when they're kind of doing good shit no anyway i guess not i think no, it should buy no. it belongs you have you are such a victim of recency bias i would put like, this Chris on here and said no no Chris no Metzen said the words no and i played the game no. this week i know that's easy for everyone to think or say and it's fine if they do i'm telling you that's not it i'm saying things like genshin impact Get out of here, dude. You need to not be here. What are you doing? You're ongoing, but you're not that significant. Pfft, hightail it out of here. Apex They're only Legends. ongoing because they have new uh, microtransaction boxes. I feel like you would probably feel different if you liked Genshin Impact. I haven't played it. Just so I like say. you feel different because you like WoW right now. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I, I gave this to Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, so, so but no, I, I still think the WoW case should be made because they released hardcore WoW servers this year. One of the most uh, trending gaming trends. And the devs listened and put those servers in. 
and that's ongoing. That seems like best ongoing to me. Like you know, okay. Anyways, yeah, but whatever. We're I, I, think the, I think the, they should have put hardcore WoW. That would have been awesome. Cyberpunk, Jeff. I have me, lots though. of notes. I can make your show way better. Yeah, you're, he's Keeley's on the phone, ready to call you any minute. I'd watch for that. Well, call. Th- at this point, it's an issue with the jury, right? Because mm. the jury didn't pick it. Yeah, but you kind of, you, Jeff. They, they probably short. How would how would what jury is this then? They need we need new people to you pick can a find jury. out. You go. It's to a jury the, of people that had no idea hardcore WoW was happening, even though it's plastered everywhere. Scroll to the bottom, <laughs> and there's a thing that says jury, and you can click it, and you can find out who the jury is. Right, or it just be a smiling. Start besmirching people uh, on a smiling picture of Justin Robert Young down there, and that'll be fun. That'd be pretty funny. Yep, it's just him. Yep. Just jury. Just jury. So, <laughs> voting jury overview: U.S. digital trends, easy allies, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, baby. Lick my balls. Lick my balls. Entertainment Weekly. Come on, <laughs> PC gamers on here, but I like PC. Wired. Who wants to hear Variety? They're fine. All of those are fine. Bo is so grumpy. Variety man. has Variety has games writers. They're cool. They're all right. Yeah, it's all like gaming journalists. Who yeah, what those guys? I don't know. I just <laughs> like, <laughs> who are they going to ask? Well, it's now they're asking people us. Invested in gaming. Yeah. Why didn't they go to someone like Bo who played one out of the six <laughs> games nominated for Game of the Year? Well, it's different. This is exactly what they do for the Oscars. It's the exact process. They have. People who are part of the Academy are actors, directors, producers. Like it's all, it's all just oh, part great. of the money machine. It's the same. Are you happy that Dick Serto's on here? You know the one that tells you about which streamer pulled out their penis. Dick Serto, who the hell's that? Yeah, I don't it's know who that is. Streamer tabloid rag. Really? Have you never heard of Dick Serto? No, Dick Serta. Is that the name of it? Dick or it's Serto. A <laughs> just look it up on Twitter. Okay. I'm looking. I don't well, think Scott's going to spell it the way it's spelled. Is it uh, like I the mattress? It is it like Dick? And then mat- <laughs> no, I it's guarantee like you Scott is spelling D-I-C-K right now. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, freaking um, dexterity. Oh, Dick. Here, I'm licking, I'm licking oh, the Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. I know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you just never say it out loud because it looks like Dextero or something, but it's like Dexerto. Yeah, and it's like uh, what is Amarin's doing this week? Dot com kind of. Yeah, it's all about just streamer. Con- uh, I culture. mean, sometimes it's interesting, but I don't want to hear their opinions on games. Even the people. So that you don't them. want to hear from games journalists. You don't want to hear from. That's new not age a game journalist. Who do you want to hear from, Bo? Who is it? Just you that should no, be no, no. on the jury? We're talking about producing. It's not that I'm on the jury. It's that I'm picking who's on the jury. Mm. I haven't had the time to think about who should be on that jury. Yeah, but okay. this jury's bad. <laughs> And so, because <laughs> they didn't pick what you not, want. This isn't. I want to be on the jury. This is like I need uh, to be producing the thing and right. just, uh, deciding because, like, and calling some shots on some of these like decisions. Yeah, we got to get you in there, yeah. man. Yeah, let's get that done. How about this Clean one? Clean the one? place no, out. No, no, like you, you laugh, but like uh, you didn't laugh when Chris Metzen came back to Blizzard because the man has taste and and and. Oh, dude, I would love it if you were direction. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'm smarter than the average person at this kind of thing, especially in the gaming space. I would improve your show 15 fold. Like wow. just because I'm me like Take arrogant. That. Sure. But I believe it. So All right. there you go. There you go. Make a game yeah, in a weekend, I, run the games awards in a lifetime. 
In a lifetime. In a life. I don't. I couldn't finish that sentence. How about this one? Best community Wait, support. Wait, what did everybody pick? Because I feel oh. like we talked about what we would have picked if it was a different list. But what did everybody Oh, we pick said, uh, I said Cyberpunk, ongoing. You said, said cyberpunk, cyberpunk, and Bo said... Yeah, like, Cyberpunk, too. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. Although, Never my mind. pick would be Hardcore WoW if we it was did. on the list. But. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, best community support. This one's funny. Because one of them is Destiny 2. Destiny 2? And they just, <laughs> like, that's what, I, what are they doing? Well, they like, did these. They got the... Terrible headline after terrible headline. Right, but they're not... They can't yank it. they the community. But like, they can't yank it out after... So the news about those layoffs came after this process was done. No, so, but it's been year long. Like the, the bad news, the bad news with Destiny has been year long. Like this recent shit is not just what's recent; it's yeah, for the year. But customer support wise, they've been doing fine. They take care of their community. No, they've been doing terrible. There's lots of complaints about Destiny. People are really mad at that game. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Bungie's on here for that. I mean, I'm, we're I not connected. Them. We're not Destiny players here. But I have like popped into a few Reddit forums over the past year to, to just you know, find out as well as read the articles about how Reddit's like suing or not Reddit destiny's uh, they're suing uh, people for like weird reasons, stuff like that. They're like, even they came out and admit their communication was bad this year. Mm, they they did the actually, and this, they did actually do that. <laughs> Why is this on the list? I and mean, judges, what are you doing? It is Sleep a little weird. Wheel. It's a little anyway, weird. Sorry. I'm going to like chill out. Hey, board shows piss me off. You're seeing it live. Yep. You're watching um, in the process. Because of how dumb they can be in this. Oh my God. Anyways. I don't disagree. Uh, I'm voting for Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 for that, for customer support. Uh, I think they did a great job. I also think Cyberpunk is a redemptive story, but I think, I think being great on day one gives Baldur's Gate 3 a advantage there. And they never really faltered, and they just kept improving. Um, no Man's Sky is on here, so is Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep, the fourteenth one. <laughs> we Not got the sixteenth right one. one. So, so John, you pro- you have a couple of rats in this race. What do you like here? Uh, I gave it to fourteen, yeah. uh, but I I would feel good about Baldur's Gate three or fourteen or No Man's Sky. I don't really like the hard part is I'm not really in many of these communities, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to say like, well, how are they serving the community? Like Final Fantasy fourteen is really the only one I know how it's serving the community. I know how Baldur's Gate three is serving the player base, which is kind of a broader community, which is why it would be kind of my other thought for a vote. Like they got feedback, they change the game in response to that feedback. That seems really, really good. Um, so again, it's just hard to say, like, yeah. I know what general sentiment has been around cyberpunk 2077 destiny Two, but, uh, even no man's sky, but I don't know what those communities are like and what kind of support those communities are getting. Yeah. So. I think, yeah. I think where you can sort of hang your hat a bit, though, is like community support, transparency and responsiveness. So, like, not just, like, because we think of community managers or how the people are, but maybe also just how they talk about their patches, updates, apologies, things like that, maybe. Because I would say, like, I want to give the award to Diablo 4. They've been doing very good fireside chats and discussions and been pretty genuine for the most part and responding to questions and stuff. I'm sure that's true of Final Fantasy XIV as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about No Man's Sky. I don't... We love their updates. Yeah, like, that's the thing. That's where I get, like, I don't have any issues with No Man's Sky, but I don't really hear anything from them until they go, hey, there's another big, huge free update, and we go, great, I'm playing again. Yeah, I wouldn't Um, give it to them, even though probably they're fine. 
I actually uh, do what, agree like with with what Bo's saying with Diablo 4. I don't know if I would give it to them, but I certainly applaud them for their transparency. Like they have clearly made an effort to the right? problems and yeah. they've they've put a lot of effort into it. So yeah, I think my vote is Final Fantasy 14 because that's the one I'm the most familiar with. But I, I actually I think, think I'm gonna vote for that too. I don't think these guys I think they probably do it the best, so I've yeah. always loved their transparency. Like when yeah. people go, Hey, I have a problem with Final Fantasy 14, it's this. They are out there holding up printout pieces of paper with images on it saying Sometimes here's why it doesn't case. work. Uh and I've 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 always really appreciated it. I feel it. like they should get Yoshi P himself doing it. That's true. I just I kind of think they should chip off a little of this trophy if they win it and hold it to the side and then put a little post-it note on it that says this piece is not part of your trophy because it represents your shitty website and your sign-up system that you still have for your otherwise awesome game and experience and support. Okay. But Final Fantasy sign-up stuff and all their their launcher shit is freaking bad. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a customer-facing thing, so fix it, you a-holes. All right. I don't really care, but I just thought I'd freak out for nothing. <laughs> that's, that was such that's an impassioned speech that I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, though. Uh, best independent game. This is one that was, this is, for me, is controversial because I just think indies are really important right now, and I don't think they get enough love, but um, the, this is where they get it. Uh, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, uh, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. I played all of these games, except, oh, wow. Cocoon. I didn't play Cocoon. Tons of Dave the Diver, lots and lots of Dredge, enough of Sea of Stars that I know that thing's pretty special, and Viewfinder is very cool. Um, of these, though, it's Dave the Diver, 100%. Uh, that game's rad. It's not going to be everybody. I'm going to be controversial on this one. Okay, what do you got? I've only played one of these games. Yeah. And it's Dave the Diver. Yeah. And I'm going to give my vote to Sea of Stars. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, see if stars. You know what? Why you do this? You know why you do this? All the because time? I can. One, because I can. Yeah. And two, because I didn't like Dave the Diver that much, and I'm yeah. sure I will like Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Okay. You know what? If I if I uh, I need to get back to it. So corrupt. I need I need to get back to it, and when I do, Sea of Stars probably takes the lead overall in the long haul because it. it I was just a few hours well i don't know probably five six hours in and then got distracted with starfield and everything else coming out um and i definitely need to get back to it so i guess i could maybe go either way on that i just spent a ton of time in day of the diver and it had loops i love but knowing what i you know how much i like chore core and stuff like dave the diver has a bunch of chore core in it and that's probably where i lean so was there a controversy with this game being truly independent Uh, i just saw a mention of it in our discord with yes so it's uh they're a subsidiary of some huge company and this was like a little side project that they greenlit so there is controversy as to whether that means you're independent or not because basically they have like a huge sugar daddy that's there the whole time so i don't know maybe it's splitting hairs they're dependent on their own corp don't right. most video games at some point have a big sugar daddy help I, them out I one think way the, or another? When we say yeah. indie games, though, colloquially, we sort of mean the Papers, Please, or, you know, uh, right. Fez. Like, it's like, it's or Braid. Like, there's a guy, he made a game, he hired a few friends, and they made art and sound, yeah. and they put something out. That's like, that's that's real indie, right? It's like, 
It's like the punk bands that would play in the basement and make cassettes, and then record studios made punk bands that look like that, but they're super corporate backed. But see, I would still call Supergiant an indie t- studio, even though they've had a massive success. But it's all on the backs of their own independent work. They're not like you know, second in tons. Yeah, of I best don't. Cash. I just don't think that's where the term comes from. I think it's mm-hmm. like corporate corporate taking over the term you know what i mean at this point i, I kind yeah. of feel like we have an rpg situation here where doesn't sure, mean the game's it's a, ter- it's a term yeah. we all use we're like oh yeah that's an that's a role-playing game and then when you have to try and explain to someone why it's a role-playing game versus something else and all of a sudden it all falls apart you go well wait a minute i i guess i don't really fully understand what this is and what this means i think it's sort of the same thing um i think there's a lot of ways you can interpret what indie games are uh whether that's you know their nature like their scope their scale the amount of people that worked on it their art their design their budget who created it like there's a lot of ways to interpret it i don't i don't see why Mm. i would look at dave the diver and go but it is an indie it, there, it looks an, and seems like an indie game to yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. The argument Scott made about not voting for Idris Elba like applies here to that thinking too. Because mm. then if you're voting for industry plants, mm. you're, they're taking up room and, and mind share uh, for actual grassroots indie developers. Sure. But, and whether that kind of yeah. thing matters to you or not, like the, the big companies have enough money, they're going to do it anyways. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the thing in music. Nobody likes an industry plant because... It's not genuine expression. It's disingenuous. It's it's based on a lie, and people don't. When they find out, they don't like that. It makes them feel manipulated or like a, just a yeah. consumer. It's the same yeah. reason so, they don't yeah. they don't mind hearing that there's a plugin for Classic Wow that does AI voice readings for all the quests because it's upfront about what it is. They would be pissed beyond belief if Blizzard said, "Oh, uh, by the way, all our NPCs here moving forward are." or AI based somehow that's somehow that'll rub everybody wrong. And part of it is because it's coming down from power. It's a whole punching up thing, right? So like Dave, the diver being a subsidiary of somebody else seems less genuine than the team that made dredge is a very small team of very dedicated people who sacrificed a ton of time. And, you know, John's right about the definitions though. It gets real screwy about what independent means. own dredge i have to play Dude, it dredge is great because i think it looks amazing and it looks right up my alley i own uh i own three of these i own dave the diver dredge and sea of stars mm. i have I think, only i've only played dave the diver cocoons on um game pass and i meant to try it because people were raving about that now i kind of really want to seeing it on this list again i think where, where it actually is an issue it's not solvable because this is just how we do capitalism but and so it's yelling into the wind a bit. But saying something is an indie game, it's like an earned. It means there was a struggle there. Mm-hmm. And you know, rich people all the time are trying to pose as everyday working class people. Like that's even the history of jeans. Mm-hmm. Jeans were the you know they were the clothing of the working class, but the uh, leisure class adopted them because that makes you fit in, look like more normal, relatable human being. It's like it's that again. Like it's. You know, it's like, yeah, we're an indie studio. Uh, it took a lot of work to get us over the line, but we got there. Okay, recognize indie games, everyone. And then, you know, Microsoft's like, we're making indie games too. Yeah, we're making, we're making you know, Blizzard like, an indie company again. And I'm like, well, yeah, they're still beholden yeah. to you, though. You own them, so you're not really so independent. That doesn't mean it. you shouldn't play Dave the Diver or think it's a great game. It's just... 
the category independent games means this was a unique struggle to get out the door. Yeah. And sorry if you do have Daddy Warbucks in the wings that can help you through some tough, some lean months. And, you know, you didn't struggle in the same way. I would take Ziggurat to to task just a little bit because he says, like, oh, yeah, Team 17, the indie publisher. They all have publishers, not all of them, maybe one one or two publish themselves, but most of them have publishers that do all sorts of games. I don't think we have to get publisher. Like, publishers is a, a way for people to get your game sold while you're busy making it and you don't have that kind of business capacity. I don't think that should be held against anyone if they use a publisher. Because publishers are used by everybody. All these, you know, Devolver Digital, their entire lineup are quote-unquote small team indie games. Well, and that's what I sort of meant when I said, doesn't somebody with money ultimately always come in anyway? Whether that's, I mean, Sea of Stars got carried on Game Pass. Yeah. Like, are you going to be like, oh, Microsoft? You know, like, it's, well, it, it's, 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 it just it's gets different- ridiculous at a certain point when you when you do it. And honestly, this is where I turn into Bo for a minute. I hate this. I hated this when this was a discussion with music. When you'd be like, oh, yeah, I like this band, and you'd always get somebody, and they know more. I'm not saying they don't know what they're talking about, but it goes, that's not true. They're sellouts. And it's just, it just drives me crazy. It's like, just play what you like. Just just play the games you like. And like, yeah. why are we so caught up on this? I get because we're trying to recognize it. You want to make sure the right people get recognized, but I don't see anything offensive in that list of games uh, that immediately bothers me. So I, I just feel like it's fine. It's just a yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it's just problematic when you're handing out awards and you're saying, "Look at these struggling developers. Let's give it to the one that struggled the most." <laughs> and then one of them's Microsoft. You know? <laughs> like that's a big yeah. two. That's a good point. I'm telling you, I should be. I should be. You should, you should be, be in charge. It should be. Post war. It should be, I, uh, I should be on consultation. There. And you know, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to jump to best mobile game because this is John's favorite thing in the world are mobile games. Um, we have Final Fantasy uh, 7 Ever Crisis. That's an early lead for me. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure uh, is apparently pretty good. <laughs> Honkai Star Rail. I uh, didn't play. Monster Hunter Now, I am playing and quite like it. It's basically Pokemon Go, but for Monster Hunter, and it's quite good. And Terra Nil, which was a Devolver digital game that I didn't get a chance to play, but that also ended up on mobile through, I think Netflix Games had that deal. That's kind of crazy that what they got on mobile. That sounded that game sounded interesting, by the way. It did, it was also yeah. Also in the uh, games for good causes, which we sort of skipped over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't played it, but it looks interesting. I don't think I got to the good causes. I yet. I voted on this category. Oh, you did? What'd you vote for? Yeah. I gave it to Hello Kitty Island Adventure <laughs> because it gets name dropped in the World of Warcraft episode of South Park, uh-huh. and uh, I don't give a shit otherwise. So right. I, I that <laughs> felt like a good way to throw away my vote, so I could get my achievement for voting in every category because I'm a gamer, goddammit. it! Yeah. And if you're gonna give me an achievement for something, you know I'm gonna vote for everything, even if I don't believe it in my heart. Yeah. So uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure got my vote. Nicely done. Final Fantasy Ever Crisis got mine because I probably because I played it the most out of all these. Monster Hunter now is another take on like geolocation Pokemon Go stuff. It's Niantic making it like it's kind of their their wheelhouse. It's uh it's quite good, but I think. I think Ever Crisis is the bomb. I really like it. It's weird as hell, but I like it. Um, Bo, you notice none of yours that you play and love are on here. No, uh, no Pokemon. I haven't played any of them, so no votes. No snap. No snap on there for the second year. One last year. 
And we you already know, know how Bo feels about achievements. So telling him you get an achievement if you vote for all of them. Yeah. No, no rumble because it's too new. Him. I don't know what else. What did you? Oh, the Do- the Mighty Doom. I think should have been on there. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mighty Doom was pretty solid. I think I don't know. It was Diablo Immortal this year. That was pretty solid. I guess it was last year. Eh? Yeah, I think so. Um, Immortal was twenty. I don't know. It's mobile games. They shouldn't have a category. But I'm not gonna. I've I've, I've used a. I've used up all my salt. I think on this thing. So I'm gonna try and play the back on. Well, how salt about this game. salt? You got salt for best <laughs> VR AR in that category. Well, we have Grand Turismo. Amazing- Grand Turismo yeah. 7, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I have a code for. I got to find somebody who has a happy home for a PS2 uh, or PS3 headset. Uh, Humanity and Resident Evil Village VR mode and Synapse. Did you play so, all these or any of these? I love the category. love to see the enthusiasm for it. I think these are all PS2 VR games, which it would be tempting to be mad about, but the good Oculus stuff isn't really, and Steam VR, they, they, what I'm saying is PlayStation deserved it because I don't think PC really lit a torch under big innovations. So call the mountain. Congratulations to all the nominees. Yeah. I can't vote on any of them because I don't know which one's the best here, but they all look fantastic. I'm going to give it to Horizon I, Call the Mountain because I like Aloy. Take that. I gave it to Resident Evil Village because I like tall women. <laughs> you like yeah, okay. big yeah, hats. That's true. I'll give it to that one too. Yeah. John likes that's big hats. That's the closest like. I've been to wanting to experience something in VR. So there you go. That's, big green that boobs. gets it for the biggest temptation. Okay. Uh, your your best action games went to, I see a couple John played on here. Armored Core uh, Fires of the Rubicon, Armored Core 6. Uh, Dead Island 2, which I almost bought the other day. It was on sale somewhere. I didn't do it, but I want to. I keep hearing it's pretty good. Uh, Ghost Runner 2 is on here. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush and Remnant 2. John, you played a couple of these at least. Um, yeah, I played uh, Armored Core uh, 6, and I played Remnant 2. And honestly, I would be really hard-pressed to pick between either one of these. And ultimately, I gave it to Remnant 2 simply because I haven't put as much time in Armored Core 6. But that might even be better. It's hard like both of these games are like in my top favorite games of the year. So yeah. I don't I don't know which wins. I want to spend more time in Armored Core so I have a better idea. But I I currently have my vote on Remnant 2. I'll bet money Remnant 2 wins. Uh I would vote for Hi-Fi Rush because A I played it but B it is just some pure good old fashioned here's a video game go have a blast kind of game and i really like it and that's the action there's some insanely cool stuff in remnant 2 i am a little sad it didn't get recognized for more like there is an entire world that is an upside down world and like it reflects the world above that you just explored like there's just some really awesome things in that Likewise, uh, Armored Core 6 just controls and plays exceptionally well, and I've said it before, is exactly the game you want it to be. Yeah. So, um, jumping uh, ahead to best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, Starfield. Wait, why can't we do best action adventure? We can. They just do the same games we've talked about like eight times over. And so that one's No, because got- I've finally had a chance to recognize, I'll just say it quick, since nobody else wants to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Survivor didn't Hell get recognized yeah. in a lot of categories. Yeah. Was a freaking awesome game. Okay, yep. so I gave a vote to. Jedi Agree. Uh, this Agree. is a good place for it to win. I don't know if it will, but I would. Hope, I bet you, Mar. I bet Spider Man gets this one. It's actually a really good game. It just it has the has the unfortunate 
thing of being early in the year, you know, and not and a rocky you know, launch. Yeah. Yeah. And a rocky launch, but it actually was a huge improvement over the first one. It had it was it's a great game. So I think it deserves it. It deserves it. I'll bet Spider Man wins though because I just have a feeling. Oh, Not because I like it better. I don't pick it. I just think that's who will get it. Uh, best RPG we have Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, uh, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. I'm going to vote for Starfield because I spent right, more time in that go. game. Now I know I know Baldur's Gate three is going to win this. No question. Well, I don't know. It shouldn't be a reason not to vote for what is the best achieving game. I'm just right? saying the one I had the most fun in is the is the one I would vote for, and I had more fun in Starfield than anything else I played this year. There That's not go. true, not anything, but of the new games, like I I think I like Phantom Liberty and and just getting back in general into. Uh, into cyberpunk in general was probably my favorite, but that's, you know, it's not an option on here, but I, I mean, Baldur's Gate, how does it not win this? Of course it does. I remember, I remember one year at the video game awards and I got really mad about this, but, uh, there was a game. I don't remember which game it was, but I, this did happen. Um, where the game that got game of the year didn't win its subcategory. So in other words, in this case, let's assume Baldur's Gate wins game of the year, right? it wouldn't win best RPG. That drove me crazy as a viewer. I was like, how can it be the game of the year overall, but not the best RPG, right? Yeah. But I do think that there is some merit to taking an opportunity to recognize a different game. I just want to say that because my vote went to Baldur's Gate 3 anyway. <laughs> I do yeah. I do think that there is a level of merit to say we have an opportunity to recognize an additional game this way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I still voted. This is how they split up Gate movies 3. for the Oscars. They'll have a best picture, and then if it wins that, they will sometimes not give it to the director, even though it's like, well, wait, if it's the best picture, then the director is probably best director. Like, why are you splitting this up? I think it's yeah, the that same thing. Yeah, feels like a snub. It's always right? a little weird, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, so chat's talking about the exact same thing. It's funny. All right, yeah. best fighting games. Let's get. Oh, Bo, did you have a fight in there? A co- cock in this fight? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, For the RPG thing? Yeah, yeah. I obviously it's Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of only here to to support Baldur's Gate three. I don't really care about the rest of the games, although I'm going to do it with integrity. Well, if there's one thing I'm I not know, gonna, I'm not going to disingenuously vote for Baldur's Gate three if I felt feel something's better. There just aren't enough Baldur's Gate three stands in the world, so I'm really glad that you're putting up for the underdog here. <laughs> there's brave. not enough the brave awesome stands. T- there aren't enough TTRPGs. You're not going to see another Baldur's Gate for ten years. So I know it's sad. Voting and letting them win sends a message about how unacceptable that is. And, and maybe they'll, you know, some good developers will chase trends and we'll get some better games. Where's that 40 K CCRPG political. Thing? When does that come out? Do we know when that this year, the supposed to be sometime this year, but it is I'm looking forward. To I don't that. know. I think that'll be, that'll be good too, but yeah, not not, like, it may not compare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to best fighting game. God of rock. Didn't even know that was a game. Still don't. What? <laughs> what is God of Rock? Still don't. don't know. Still don't know what it is. Mortal Kombat 1. No offense. I mean, I just haven't heard of it. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, uh, Pocket Bravery. I don't know what that is. And oh, I know what Pocket Bravery is. Do you? Is it based on an anime or something? Probably is. Anyway. I'm uh, just being dirty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't click, but now I get it. 
and Street Fighter Six. Uh, I have a feeling Street Fighter Six will win this category because uh, people are feeling like it got overshadowed this year, and it deserves to get shadowed. So. I think I it's going a lot of people talking about it. Maybe that's just because I follow Patrick uh, Beja on Twitter. He loves but it. But I, I, I heard a lot about Street Fighter Six. I gave here. I'll continue to show my lack of integrity when Bo talks about integrity and in voting. Yeah, uh, I gave it to Street Fighter Six because the only one of these I tried to play was Mortal Kombat One, and it ran like shit on my PC. So I gave oh. it to the strongest competitor. Oh man, hell so, hath no fury like a John Scorn. I know, I know. People at NetherRealm Studios, listen. I'm sorry. Don't release a janky ass PC port. Um, mm. So. I'll play your game. I promise. Like yeah, I was very vote. hyped for it. No. What if you? What if you hate Starcraft? Or Starcraft? I get an Street achievement for voting, Bo, but only <laughs> oh, if I vote in every category. What do you wait? What? What? what you, where do you get the achievement? Where do you get it? <laughs> I you get it by voting in all the categories. Yeah, but which achievement? Where? It's a website achievement, or what is it? I don't know. It's down at the bottom of the page. It says you earned a badge. Achievement. Oh, <laughs> you got a Jeff oh, Keighley badge. Achievements here. Corrupting now, John is voting when he shouldn't vote because of your corrupting achievements. You see how it warps us? Oh man, democracy isn't all we thought. I'm was. only bringing it up because I knew it would trigger Bo even worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what you're doing. You're playing me yeah. like a piano. And I uh, love it. Bo, do you have a <laughs> do, you, do you have a key on this piano? You prefer one over the other in the fighting category? Uh, best family? Oh no, I'm not voting. I haven't played any of them. No, none of these. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're abstaining again because uh, of yeah. your. Quality. And I don't have a good read on. You know, sometimes you have a good read on a genre, and you're like, "That's good." You know, I don't have a good read on fighting games. I couldn't tell you. Um, okay, best family. This is pretty cool because there's a couple here I want to play, and I haven't. Disney's Illusion Island. I loved all the old Disney or uh, Disney Mickey's uh, Magic, whatever. Illusion yeah, Castle Illusion. Amazing series of games on 16-bit systems, 8-bit as well. Love that whole run. And this looks like such a cool take on newer stuff. And so I really do want to play that. Um, I love the art here. I don't know. I don't know if these are based on a cartoon that's on Disney Plus now or something where this is how Mickey and his friends look. I don't know, but I love the look of it. Just real simple and cool. Uh, Party Animals is that one that's on Game Pass where you're all tugging on each other or something. <laughs> What's what's the deal with that? Does yep. anyone remember? Yeah, it's like yeah. Gang Beasts, but uh, yeah, yeah, same dev, I think. Even. I I played it. I I this is the only one of these games that I played with my family. Yeah, and I'm not voting for it, which should tell you how that went. Oh lord! Uh, Party right. Animals led to a extremely big blow up in the household, and as a result, oh. I cannot oh. vote for it for best family game. <laughs> Something that created that level of strife and problems in the cannot family. get a vote for best family game. So oh, it is no. the only one I would not vote for. Is the only one I've played. All right, it that's was fun awesome. and charming up until it wasn't, and everything fell apart. Mm. That's awesome, dude. Also, like, no, I know it was not awesome, but it's awesome that you have that opinion of, of it. <laughs> no, I love it because actually that's categorically smart to say it did this work in a family scenario and it didn't for you. I think no. that's a great way to vote. That's a perfect way to vote is not vote for that one. Uh, Pikmin 4 is on here. I don't know why. I thought that was a single player experience, but I guess I don't know. I didn't play it. Maybe kids stand around and go throw the Pikmin. Maybe. Okay. And then they go, yeah. Could be Sonic Superstars and Mario Brothers Wonder. I think Super Mario Brothers Wonder probably wins this. 
if I had to guess. Wasn't Sonic Superstars pretty good, though? Yeah, I heard good things. Uh, it's I heard good things. Out, right? Um, it's really barely out, though. Sonic Superstars. Uh, let's see what the Steam reviews say. Um, 80 bucks, wow. Uh, oh, mixed. mixed. Why oh, is okay. it mixed? Yeah, it's definitely going to be Wonder, then. And some, I guess, bugs. Uh, every yeah, time you launch it, ooh, all kinds of bugs. Some kind of Novo, perfectly average game. I don't know. It's, it's, I gave my vote to Disney Illusion Island because it's the one I want to play with my family. I, but like, well, to be clear, Super Mario Brothers Wonder would be, and uh, my sister-in-law bought it for my stepson. Yeah, and his he he didn't say thank you. He just went. Ah, this one. (laughs) (laughs) He has had zero interest in playing it since he got it. Hmm. No interest in it at all. And I feel like I can't vote for it for that reason. Why? Again, I have a reason not to vote for it because nobody in the family except me is interested in playing it. Why does that? Actually, I just realized now I can play Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I don't have to buy it. Yeah, you should play it. You should play it. I keep forgetting it because he gave so little cares. That he got this game that he didn't even thank his aunt. How old is and he? Then, What's his age? Uh, he's 11. All right. That might be when they start. Pe- they think it's, they think they're peeling away from kid stuff a little bit. And they think Mario's yeah, kid stuff. He just wants to play Fortnite and Rocket League. That's yeah. all he wants. Yeah. That's it. If it's not Fortnite or Rocket League, who cares? Rocket League got something real dumb. What was? Oh, Lightning McQueen. So dumb. That's dumb. I don't want to play Lightning. I don't want to put Cars characters in there. I know it's a uh, good fit. Hey, you know what? I gotta. Here's where I gotta eat some crow. Here, I used to give Cars. I like Cars crap. one. I like Cars one. I have now seen Cars one, two, and three more times than I can count. Yeah. I've seen Cars on the road. I've seen the <laughs> Mater's Tall Tale shorts more times than I care to admit. Especially the Monster Truck Mater. Yeah, uh, which at least is the best one, but it's yeah. like five minutes and then I have to watch it again. <laughs> I have really come around on cars in a way that I never thought I would. Hmm. So much so that my son picked a video on YouTube because he saw Lightning McQueen in it and somebody was using toys to recreate the scene from cars where they they uh, tip tractors hmm. And in the in the video, the guy has Lightning McQueen honk his horn to tip the tractor. And I went, this is bullshit. Lightning McQueen doesn't have a horn. Mm-mm. That's the, this isn't there's no truth in this. This art. is not cano- Lightning canonical. McQueen has to rev his engine to tip a tractor. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Why did they have him honk a horn? Yeah. And then I realized I was too passionate about cars and that I have completely turned around. Yeah. You. Wow. So, you went down a path on that. I like that scene. They go, it's because the, the tractors are like cows, so they're cow tipping. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and the cow, and the thing goes, and then lands on its back. It's great. First Cars movie, love it. Two, terrible. Three, better. Two has a morbid, like, I have a morbid level of enjoyment because cars get friggin' murked in that movie. Yeah, it's a spy If you've movie. seen too much cars, there is some catharsis to be found in two when you see them getting blown up and crushed. Yeah, I guess I also missed. Who was the actor that played the old car that raced him and beat him? Oh, um, he's what's wrong uh, with me. Tall Paul name? Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman. When he died after that, I was just like, oh, and that just put me off it. I think for a while. 
Uh, all right, where are we? Where were you here? Oh, we're, man, we still have a lot of these. Okay, I'm going to tear through game. these. Yeah, we can no, go through. No, we're about but... to get to the junk that we just skip all of them. Uh, best sim strategy. I don't know. If none of us played. No, these. that's not junk. Yeah, that's well, not junk. I didn't but... play. I gave a vote to Advance Wars One and Two because it's the one I want. It's the one I want too. I think it's a crime that War Tales is not on this list, considering what I'm seeing here. Sorry. War Tales should I be would, here. I'd agree with that. I agree. And I haven't played it, but yeah. I want to play I it. I have, and it's bad. it's a shame that it's not. See, it's again. And there's probably others I'm missing, like, fire, like, I guess Fire Emblem engaged, but City Skylines has been panned. Yeah. Why is it even on the It's so lazy. Like, it's Well, incredible. panned, but. I don't know. Some people are just like, like, it's an ongoing game and it'll be better later, but yeah. it's been out like two months and it's not a good scene. Why is this up for an award? Yeah. It's a little weird. Full stop. It's a little you, weird. You're lazy cut corner cutting. Mm. Uh, here's your sports. Same with company of heroes three. Actually. I think that kind of got chewed and spit out too. Oh, did it? Um, at lot, if I, yeah. Oh, his first people two games are happy. so good. I was too nervous to even check. Yeah. On I think there was a lot of hype for that. And I think even I was keeping an eye on it and then it was like, yeah, it's mixed on Steam. Like, yeah. Also, another failure, basically, up for an award. What's going on? Yeah, Julie? Bo's pissed. What's what's happening? Uh, best sports and racing. They just cram these together. EA Sports FC24 used to be FIFA. They dropped the name. Uh, F123 Forza Motorsport Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged, which I haven't played yet, and Crew Motorfest. Actually, I haven't played any of these, so... I, I gave no. this to Hot Wheels Unleashed too because I played a lot of Hot Wheels Unleashed. Oh yeah, one you like you yeah. Like one's that, great. Huh? One's awesome. Yeah, fan liked it. Uh, here's another best. Here's one best multiplayer: Baldur's Gate Three, Diablo Four, Party Animals, uh, <laughs> Str- uh, Street Fighter Six, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I'm going with. Oh, uh, probably Baldur's Gate. I like Diablo's but Like, stuff, hands though. down Baldur's Gate for me. Like, yeah. this, the, Baldur's Gate is a feat in a, like, it's insane how well it works. A, f- with a four-player multiplayer TTRPG, whether or not you played it, is so rare. Because when, when we were finished playing the Divinity playthrough, my fr- you know, Mike and Crofton, who I bring up on the show, they don't, they're not in the know on video game stuff. They said, sweet, what game should we play next? I'm like... There are no other games that exist that <laughs> you played the one game that exists. We wait for Baldur's Gate three and that's it. Yeah. And we had so much fun with it. It's a shame that those are the words I had to say at the end of Divinity. And now we have two of them. Yep. Yay. But you, mean, you know whatever they're working on, they they're being hush hush about it, but they, they already are working on whatever's next. Maybe that thing sure. will be out sooner. I don't know. I hope so. I'm just saying, I like the idea of showering BG3 with awards for these kinds of things to send a message that we want more. I like the idea of showering, honestly. Full stop. <laughs> well, you know, it's. I didn't take one today. So I'm just saying. That's because you got your Steam Deck to ripen up. Yeah, I got, my, <laughs> I got a real Steam <laughs> bath today from Steam. Thanks a lot, Valve. Uh, how about this one? This is an interesting one adaptations. And this isn't games, but things properties based on games castlevania nocturne which i have heard amazing things about its final season or its new or whatever this new season it's kind of different it's a new previous. season gran it's, turismo it's which continuation i think gran turismo was a weird one because it it did not critically or audience wise do that great it was kind it's of, also like district nine guy right like the uh, director yeah, is a Blum weird Camp. one yeah, the blue. Yeah, so it's like, why are you making this movie? Like, it's, I guess he can make whatever he wants, but it just seems like you don't want to make a Halo movie or a Metro, 
Imagine it's like that's the guy you go to when you're like, I want to do a live action Metroid adaptation. Hell yeah. I Not love dude District Race 9 so, car show. Like, oh my god. He's kind of been hit and miss though since District yeah. Nine was a bit of a not a fluke, but we just haven't seen that much since. I mean, Chappie you know, was, okay. was all right. Like you, and Chappie, I, I like Chappie. Um, I don't know. He's, I think he's, he's fine. Maybe he's not a 10 on 10 every time kind of guy, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to see his take on race car video game. Well, <laughs> the, the movie, I'm negative interested. <laughs> the movie's not about the game. The movie's the true story about the kid who won the contest and then got to race for real and has an actual racing career, but it had to do oh, with Oh, that him. was a true story? Yeah, it's all based on yeah. a true story. Oh, I didn't know that And was the guy story. that uh, the story is based on is apparently one of the racers in the movie. Yeah. No, like, he, he would later go on to do racing stunts in the story about himself. Yeah. Okay. He's a professional still, racer like, now. It all came from video games. He was an esports. Still don't want to see kid. it, I guess. But yeah, I like the actor in it. He's the the kids in uh, uh, the the show C on Apple TV, the one where everyone's blind uh, except for a few people. Him being one of them, I love that show, and he's very good now. Uh, Last of Us was probably my vote because I thought they killed it. I thought that was real good. Uh, that will probably win. That feels like That's the my one vote too. It was it was good. I had some few misgivings here or there, but it was solid. It was Super, very Super Mario Brothers movie and Twisted Metal rounded out. I think Super Mario Brothers is is a is a competitive one. So I, for me, Last of Us and Mario are going to be head to head a little bit. Twisted Metal, I actually heard if you give it a I shot, heard it was surprisingly good, yeah. especially considering how bad all the previews leading up to it was I like, this was one of those things where every time they showed something of it, people went, this is going to be the worst show ever. And then I heard it is actually pretty damn good. That's what I heard. I haven't seen it. My vote is going to, uh, my vote is going to be the last of us. Um, I did think the super Mario brothers movie was good. Uh, but I thought the super Mario brothers movie could have been great. Mm. Instead. I just thought it was good. I thought The Last of Us was going to be a mistake to make, to make. Like, I didn't think it could be done, and it surpassed my expectations. In fact, it even delivered what I think is its best episode, and it adds to the game and diverges from it and is not a retelling of that, which I think is incredible. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was really impressed with The Last of Us. Nice. Let's move on to... So that's all three of us are saying Last of Us. That's a strong vote there. Um, mm-hmm. let's move on to most anticipated game because this <laughs> one, those favorite category, most anticipated game. Yeah. These, these, this feels like though we could have a, I mean, you can have some differences here. It feels like some strong entries, final fantasy seven rebirth, Hades two. Uh, that's big. Like a dragon, infinite wealth, big, uh, star Wars outlaws and Tekken eight. I'm personally excited about star Wars outlaws, but, um, I know a lot of people are worried about Ubisoft things that I'm not particularly worried about, so I don't know why they're worried. But anyway, it's hard for me because for me, this top three, Rebirth, Hades 2, and Like a Dragon sequel, they're I, even. I want all that even, shit. Yeah, I, that's yeah, hard. There's, there's no no difference on the, any meter. Like if those come out tomorrow, surprise, instant purchase. Yeah. Like I'm rushing out to play any of these three games. Why is yeah. Tekken 8 on here though? I mean, come on. Well, for fighting someone, game guys. someone likes Tekken. You know what? Yeah. I know it got some bad press because of all the microtransactions that they are now apparently stripping out. But the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I would put that on here before I put Tekken Eight on here. 
don't know what they're doing. I don't, I well, don't that's, know. The, that's the problem with the, this whole category is like, how do you determine what is has achieved the most in anticipation? There are a hundred games on the way. Like, you know, this list is shockingly Spartan for any number. Who's excited for Squadron 42 or Star Citizen? Should that should Star Citizen not be the most anticipated game? <laughs> they have done the best out of People any have developer sold their house to yeah. not release In a game and make game. anticipation a decades long, you know, uh, wait. You know what I mean? This is yeah. that's what they make. They make anticipation yeah. and spaceships. Those exactly. Two, two so you know, we got to take all these with a grain of salt. They would be better if they hired the core crew to help them consult on <laughs> making good game awards. Yeah. Um, but, I don't uh, want to consult on that. Just for full clearance. What I if I don't, don't want to consult on it? What right. if you got paid in Jeff bucks, like a hundred Jeff bucks every? If week? Jeff <laughs> would give me a new PC with or without blood in it. <laughs> I would consult on the yeah, game. It's not a free gig, John. We're getting paid. Oh, for okay. This. We're getting paid. I'm in. All right. You get let paid me, for let me your show labor. you the power of money. I'm getting paid. I'll do it. You're getting paid money. You're getting paid. You're getting good health insurance. You're getting. Uh, oh, uh, shit. I was in with just money. Profit sharing. Yeah, they're giving you everything, dude. So you're so nice. now you're in and you're voting for Great. Hades too. admit it. That's what you want. I did vote for Hades too. Did as you? As a matter of fact, right. I'm I'm with you. On uh, I'm 100% with you, and I think the first three games on here are all incredibly uh, hype-worthy. Um, Hades 2, I, I feel like... I feel like Hades was such a, like, flash-in-the-pan surprise. I don't know if Hades 2 can live up to it, so I think I took anticipated in the, like, what what if all of these are great games, right? Like, forget... Oh, it came out busted. Oh, it turned out to not be a very good game. In a world where all of these games come out and they are as good as they can possibly be, Hades 2 would be the thing I would be the mm. most for. All right, fair enough. So, you, you're like, you just like, uh, these I, are all good. I agree with Hades 2, probably if I had to measure it, but I'm really looking forward to Like a Dragon. But it's out in eight weeks, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to vote for an anticipated too. game that's coming out in two months. Yeah, like, that's weird. Nice. Yeah. It's a weird category. My next one I hate, uh, it's Content Creators no, we, of the Year. we are done. I'm, like, gonna, I'm just going to mention do this. any more of these. I no, just no, want to mention this. We should do Content because Creator because... People make games, here. middle guy up yes. here, people make games deserves this, and they better win because Iron Mouse, Quackity, Spreen, and Spheric pick, or whatever, how do you say that? Uh, these all look like people I don't want to be sitting next to on a bus, let alone voting yeah. for them. I'm voting for never, PMG. That's who's Never heard it. of, look lame, but people make games, did an awesome journalistic documentary on Disco Elysium that we talked about. It was this so year. good. Oh, Big okay. Fan. Big right. fan. I'll give a, I'll give them a vote for yes. that. That's fine. Yeah, vote yeah. for people uh, make games. They're good. I I yeah. I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. I mean, we can we can skip best esports. Yeah, athlete. screw that. That one just makes me mad. Esports athlete. Who cares? Who's the best coach, guys? Um, who cares? Potter, Zonic, Gunba, or Hom? It's the one with the beard. I'll give him that. Oh wait, that's everyone. We're all we're done. We got through it. We did it. Did we do them all? That is it. Yeah. Okay. We did it. Those are, that's what's happening. When that thing's live, we'll probably have some live coverage of it here. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll do it. Uh, when is it? December something? 
Uh, Early December. All right. When when uh, when we know we're closer to it, we know what we're doing. We'll try to do a co-stream and have a little fun with this and see how we all Hell did. Yes. Uh, it's a Baldur's Gate sweep, though I I believe. Uh, in, in so category, as a little and, precursor to this, I watched the Golden Joysticks, and Baldur's Gate walked away with seven awards. Mm. Someone informs me in the chat that the one girl is a disabled VTuber. I'm not making fun of that. I'm making fun of this category. All right. Look, even if they put core up there, I'd be uncomfortable. I want like something cool. And I think those PMG guys are like making journalism and games like for real. I really like what they did. So that's all I'm saying. I'm sure she's very nice. Keep your emails to yourselves. All right, moving on. Oh, December 7th at the Peacock Theater. All right. So that'll cost you, unless you want Peacock Plus, it'll cost you an extra five bucks a month. Just kidding. That's a terrible joke. Let's move on to, no, the, like to, to, to today's uh, discussion of what, what is even next? I don't even know. Or a week in gaming. Uh, I played, okay, I said earlier that my life in the last week, two weeks really, has been a almost a mirror image of the year 2012. And you might say, Scott, why is that? Well, I'd answer this way. In 2012, all I really played was Diablo 3 and World of Warcraft, which I think in 2012 would have still been Miss of Pandaria leading into Warlords. Um, and this has been that kind of week for me. All I really played, with one very small exception, which I'll get to, was World of Warcraft. Tons of it. Um, but I'll talk about that after we lead in with a Dear Martha letter. This is perfect for this, right? So we're doing this. John, are you ready for this? Yeah, this is how we're I'm, I'm playing World of Warcraft again. So uh, today's Dear Martha is tied to that. All right. So let's just let's just do it. Oops, that's quiet. Let's do it with volume. My dearest Martha. Hey, Martha. First off, what's up? <laughs> Great. Now, you may have noticed I'm not around so much these days, and it's because I'm back in Azeroth. That's right. I'm playing World of Warcraft again, despite the fact that you told me this was over if I ever went back to being that person. I guess one of us is about to look pretty silly, huh? Anyway, I just wanted to try the game, so I'm not bothering with any add-ons or anything, especially because this new expansion updated the UI, and that's mostly what I used add-ons for, so I'm sure it'll be fine. So right out of the gate, I log in and I'm assaulted by what I thought was an ad for an in-store item called a gear update. But turns out it's just something they offer returning players to get them up to speed with current content. The problem is it doesn't tell you exactly what you are getting and isn't smart enough to know if you actually need it or not. So when I went to log in on my main character without taking it, it warned me that doing so would mean I'd miss out on all of this free stuff. Was I sure? Well, I wasn't sure, so I took it. But then it removed all my gear and bags and replaced it with stuff that was worse than what I had equipped. <laughs> my inventory shrank and everything I had been wearing got mailed to me. But it didn't show up right away, so I assumed the things in my bag were what I had been wearing. After painstakingly adjusting my armor, because WoW is not the MMO with the Equip Best Armor button, and it is apparently an add-on that previously flagged gear in my bag if it was better, I had equipped my old armor and transmogged it. 
Except it wasn't my better armor because the gear I had been wearing chose that moment to show up in the mail. <laughs> so I once again went back to my inventory to re-equip my best gear. Once re-equipped and re-transmogged, I was ready to go. Well, almost. I noticed my bags had also been added back to my inventory, and they were all bigger than what was gifted. So I started replacing them, which proved harder than it seemed, because at the end, it only wanted to accept the bigger bag if there was nothing in the smaller bag that was being replaced. I got it done, though, and I was now ready for adventure. At least that's what I would have been saying if my inventory wasn't now a complete mess, which it was. So I had to fix that first. This will be easy, I thought. They added a clean up inventory button, and that is sure to fix this mess. So I clicked it, and my inventory became what I can only describe as organized chaos. In theory, it was clean. Trash items were all near the bottom of the window, though they didn't fill bottom to top like you'd expect. Meanwhile, other items seemed to be split among individual bags with little rhyme or reason. After 30 minutes of messing with settings, it still looked terrible, and the reason is that even though I was looking at a single inventory window, the game was still treating the bags as individual entities and filling them left to right, top to bottom. So I then spent another 10 minutes looking for a setting to fix this, and there was no setting to be found. A quick Google search later revealed that this problem is actually easily fixed by downloading an add-on. Okay, screw it. I'll just live with it so I can get my adventure underway. I've spent too much time looking at this inventory screen anyway, so let me just drag it to where I want to open it from now on and we'll begin. I'll just drag it. I'll, I'll just drag it. Mm, just got to find the right place to click, and I'll move the window where I... Okay, so you can't just drag the inventory window, but that's okay. They fully redid the UI with customization in mind, so I'll just find the inventory window and move it in the UI editor. And Martha... That's when I discovered that the inventory window is not part of the UI customization window. Surely they don't think everyone is happy with their inventory opening locked in the bottom right of the screen. There must be a way, I thought. Well, a quick Google search revealed that there is, in fact, a very easy way to move the inventory window. You just need an add-on to mm, do it. Mm. Mm. Yours in this life and the next, <laughs> BRB Heidelin 85. <laughs> did you wow. write that, John? I did. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because you saying all that stuff made me log into my character because I thought maybe I might have missed my mailed items. Did you do a like retail character? Thing. You did a retail uh, well, thing? Yeah, I, ha I logged into my two main retail characters, you mm -hmm. know, just to check things out, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was in for like two seconds and I boosted them. And I'm just noticing it replaced my 30 <laughs> slot bags uh, yep. with the upgraded 22 slot bag. 
Like what? If I what? What is like? Why did I? I, have, I you just spam me with bags I don't need now. What I the had, hell? And so it gives you stuff if you choose to. You can say, "Don't send me my stuff." If you're just like, "Give me a fresh start," you can do that. But, but they don't tell you this. No, they, they don't tell, tell you. you what they're sending. You. Oh, right, that's true. They don't tell you that. But they don't um, say, "Hey, we're about to take your thirty slot bags down to a twenty slot bag." They just say, "Hey, if you log in without hitting yes to this, you're going to miss out on the opportunity for this free stuff." So. So of course you say you want free stuff. Who doesn't want new free stuff? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I guess I didn't run into this problem because every character I did this with, and I did it with like five characters, uh, they were all, imp- everything was an improvement for me, like bigger bags. How, Scott? You these played are more dragon characters. flight than me. Oh, I know, but that was all with Gurp, and Gurp, D- Gurp didn't get this. You only get this oh, with stuff okay. that's like older than... Yeah, but than- I logged in on my main... No, it was offered for my main character. For your- my main character was significantly better. You talking about your, your evoker, your new... Uh, the no, dragon? my rogue. Oh, your no, rogue. my rogue. Yeah. And your rogue was what level when you logged in? 50, 60. I had gotten to the Dragon Isles. Okay, so 60. So that's a little weird. I don't know what the trigger is because Gurp never got the trigger and neither did um, my mage and neither did one other character, but everything else did. And they were kind of all over the place level wise. So there must be some something with class combos, something about a class that needs it and others didn't because some did, some didn't. So I'm not sure what that was about. However, uh, on the Paladin that I'm also alt-leveling right now, and is now halfway through Dragon uh, Flight, uh, was awesome because I did that. I got I got all better gear. Um, I got a two-handed hammer if I wanted to do ret and play that way, or if I wanted to be a protection Paladin, I could have the, the shield and stuff. Like, it was all there, and it was better than anything I had in my slots before. Like, I kind of the opposite experience. I think that's what they intend, but... There must be there must be some weird mismatch going on with some some combos of either character or level or something. I don't know, maybe changes they made to them. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're sixty, the chat Shoujo's saying don't do the gear update if your character is level sixty or higher. I think that the game should probably oh. not prompt you to do it if you're there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't disagree. I've been, been away for like multiple expansions. So I was like, yeah, I guess I should update, right? Yeah. You know, it said my it said my gear would be safe. I didn't feel like it was gonna get I was gonna lose anything based on what they said. So I was like, okay, it should be fine. I mean, you technically don't, but it certainly made unintentionally more work for me. I will say because I like that that letter was fun and it's just for fun and um I have had a good time with WoW. I did end up just making a new character because I don't remember how to play WoW, obviously. <laughs> uh and so I just made a new rogue and I think I'm up to like level 38 or something like that mm. on the new rogue. Mm. Uh in my efforts to relearn how to play this game because yeah. uh, it's so new and so different. Um so I will say for anybody that's hearing that letter and going John hates it. He's- Crapping on wow. I'm having a I very thought you good, were spot on personally. I'm having yeah. a very good time, but that is a 100% accurate description of my first several hours in World yes, of Warcraft. Yes, welcome back to World of Warcraft. Now spend two hours doing min- inventory management as your first thing. Like, I have so many items in my bank and bag, I don't know what to do. See, I didn't have any of that. It's weird. Especially, well, Gerp, my main never had that, but my... Um, my uh these other alls like this paladin it was just it was a big improvement so i it's weird it's weird how different those experiences are obviously they need to tighten that up because that's weird i don't think they should 
give you smaller bags and f you up that way and and worse items that makes no sense to me uh so it must not be that smart of a system however yeah, it was i have not been, only worse items than the gear i had on it was worse items than the gear i had just sitting in my bag because yeah. that's part of the problem is i just had a bunch of shit in my bag that I then thought was the gear that got taken off because it's been so long. I don't remember what I was wearing. I was like, I guess this is the gear. The only hint I got was I didn't have a chest item. And I was like, well, I had to have been wearing a chest item. Yeah. What's going on? Where's, where is this? Yeah, and then always... I thought my items got deleted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, again, it's a, uh, that, that is a very weird experience that you had with that. And, that's, and it may not even be isolated. I'm sure other people went through it. Sounds like Bo did. Um, but yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. not a, I, I think I probably should just, just, just skipped it. It would have been fine. I am yeah, playing. I yeah. Skipping it probably would have been fine. I'm playing. Cause you're going to quickly outgrow whatever gear they give you anyway, which I did almost immediately. Um, the, I'm having a very good time right now, more fun than I've had in a very long time. And I don't know what the deal is here. Part of it is, you know, there's an aura with Chris doing the announcement and excited for things to come. But I also genuinely, really like Dragonflight's content and uh, leveling another character through that content again, which I haven't done in about seven months, eight months, whatever, has been really fun because I, I want a tank alt uh, coming up here soon uh, that I can alternate between Gurp and him. But getting through the story in the Emerald, the Emerald uh, Dream stuff, freaking amazing. Love it. Finally get to hang out in that place. I think it's incredibly well-realized. There's some story points that some people complain about that I don't disagree with, but overall, just tonally, I'm really enjoying that stuff. It's nice not to be in the maw for the next six months. Um, it's a very good expansion, and uh, like I say, it feels like 2012 around here for me. I just cannot get enough war, uh, Warcraft at the moment. I'm just loving it. So just playing it, feeling good. Freaking Paladins are so much fun right now. Oh my gosh. It's just a great class. Uh, yeah, I don't have a bad thing to say. Not a lot of new things to say either, because you know it's Warcraft. It is what it is. Yeah. But but I'm loving. Well, right as tell. the new stuff comes along, maybe you know if you try some of the dungeons or stuff. I think probably right now what we're experiencing a little bit too is we're not overlapping on our Warcraft play play experiences. Right, right. <laughs> it's definitely about as fragmented as you can get. John, have you been playing retail or have you been playing classic? I've been playing retail. Um, okay. I'm. You know, I, I missed basically all of Dragonflight, um, so I want to try it. I want to get my character through it and, and kind of caught up because I do plan to play The War Within when it comes out. Um, but I was in a, this weird place where it's like I, I genuinely did not know how to play my character anymore. Um, and so I had to kind of refigure out how the... You know, the talent trees, I think, are incredible. Like, that's been kind of my time with uh, leveling up. I'm like, oh, these talent trees are great. But when you open it after you've never seen them before in your life, really, uh, you know, short of like, oh, I played a day of, of Dragonflight and saw it briefly, it's daunting. You're like, oh, what to pick? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, my action bars are a crazy mess because the UI got changed. So starting over fresh really was a good way to kind of reset that. I'm now at a point where I feel like I could switch over to the main, but I'm having a good time going through and kind of experiencing it organically. I'm playing on an alliance character, so I'm kind of getting to see a different side of the world. Um, although I was in the back of my head thinking of making a video 
kind of in the spirit of like what I just did with the dear Martha. So I was kind of trying to play as what would be the perspective of a new player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do find it very interesting that that, that new starter Island leads directly into battle for Azeroth. I yeah. Was like, oh, it's, yeah. It's interesting that that's where I've wound up. It doesn't lead you to uh chromie time to pick your expansion. Oh, it doesn't. That's interesting. You only do no, that it once. It sends you right to battle for Azeroth. Yeah. You only do that one time. Um, on the server you're on, once you've done that once, any other character starts at level 10 and you start right with chromie time. Well, you you also spend some time in the embassy deciding what race you're going to be and all that stuff, but they've changed some of that stuff up, or at least on the Horde side. I can't speak to what's going Oh, you know one thing they did, and I, oh, I'm so happy about this. They finally took all the allied races up to a point out of the rep grind zone. So if you never did the grind oh, in the Legion right. to unlock everybody... Yeah. You can now just get to 40 or have a character at 40, go to the thing, talk to you know, Chen Stormstout looking guy, and he'll send you on those quests that do a bunch of cool store. I just didn't do these before, so I, it's not known to me. I never wanted to grind it. But I always wanted a Zandalari Troll. I always wanted a Nightborn. And I never unlocked him because I just didn't want to do all that Suramar stuff. So I went back to do those now, and they just let you go start those quests and do their whole things. They've got great little story, great little cutscenes, fun little fight thing to do before they pledge themselves to the horde in this case. And I really enjoyed that. And I liked it so much that I was so, I hate blood elves. I've never liked them. All right. <laughs> they laugh like that. They, they walk funny. They stand funny. I don't like them. I hate them. They have a bad attitude. They piss me off. My main, main character's race, but thank you. I know. And that's fine. And you, you can have them all, John. <laughs> Take the entirety of, of what's their town? Um, Silvermoon. Have the whole thing. It's all yours. Yeah. But anyway, the, uh, uh, I was so sick of looking at him for this paladin that I went and spent 17 bucks because they're on sale right now. I did a $17 race change, and I went and became a Zandalari <laughs> troll. And my Z- I mean, like, Zandalari troll paladin is pretty cool. It's awesome. He's I don't so cool. blame you for that necessarily. I do like the trolls and a Zandalari troll paladin is pretty damn cool. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, but also that did remind me that is another reason why I'm playing Alliance because I went to the character create screen and even though I had no intention of playing Alliance necessarily, I saw the grayed out races for the allied races, mm-hmm. um, which I actually I don't even know how, but I have some of them already unlocked. I must have done some work at some point. Yeah. Um, but I'm still missing like Mechanome and Gilnean. Uh, and I, it just bugged me that those are grayed out. So I was like, well, I got to go. You don't have a Gilnean? No, I don't know how. You can't, can't be a werewolf? Them. Well, no, oh, are, I'm sorry, not Gilnean. Um, uh, the other one. Uh, the, not, um, oh, shit. The Jaina's people. Jaina's. Oh, I'm Jaina's, sorry. Jaina's. The pirate. The Coltiran. 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 That's it. I do have war. That's funny you yes. say Gilnean because they're part of this next patch they've got on the PTR right now. Uh, Seeds of Rebirth or whatever it's called. Yeah. That includes go, uh, going back and freeing Gilneas from whatever's still there being pissy. I don't remember the. I do not remember the lore on that, but there's a whole. Uh, liberate Gilneas. The undead bombed it. Yeah, maybe that was something to do with that and Lord on and all that. But then... Because I think it used to be a starting zone 
before the worgen, but then you couldn't go back after. You yeah, at the them. at the end of the worgen starting area. Oh, um, that the was undead it. invade and then Sylvanas unleashes a plague on the city. Yeah, the other thing in that patch I'm very excited about is dragon riding, which has turned out to for me anyway to be a an incredible feature that puts to shame all previous flying models in the game. And it's the only way I like to travel now. I love how it feels. They're they're in this next patch, whenever it drops, should be in the next couple of weeks. Um, they're making it worldwide or Azeroth wide. So anywhere you are, you can you can fly dragon riding style. And I cannot wait to do more of that. I love getting around that way. It's so much fun. It really deprecated old flying for me. Um yeah, what else is there to say? I haven't done any group content yet, really. Um, I've done mostly, you know, solo going through quests and stuff, getting getting GURP all caught up on story and now working on the second character. And I'm just having a blast. This is as much fun as I ever had. You know, a part of it is November and December for me are wow months anyway, my whole life. Not just because that's usually when expansions come out, my whole life. Since the game came, you know, started. <laughs> It's it's usually because the game comes out around then or updates around then, but also I just associate it with colder weather and hunching around my computer and playing all night. And I don't know, I just have a lot of fond, fond mm-hmm. feelings about that experience. So anyway. But I, I think it's safe to say, Bo, you have not been in retail WoW. You've been doing other WoW adventures. That's right. No retail WoW here. So I have it in my section, but if we're going to do it all together, I do have like announcements. because Yeah, let's just talk I'm, WoW. Let's do it. What do you got? Yeah, so for, well, I'm doing the Saturday community stream, mm-hmm. and it's sort of meant for it to be a core community stream, but, you know, all are welcome until we can figure out, I don't know, how to integrate that into Patreon, or maybe we just do something different for that. But that's kind of sort of the idea, right? A lot of people in our listenership like WoW and think it's fun when we play. So Scott and John, open invite. Yeah. On, so Saturdays, 3 p.m. is when we start WoW community stream, um, which was, you know, we're doing hardcore, right? Yeah. So we tried the hardcore raid, and um, yeah, no, it's not a great idea. <laughs> so wait, like, so it's just like be whatever level. We're not gonna, we can't do quests. We're just gonna roam the countryside and safely kill things. Well, within thirty minutes, I got like a level five and level six killed because they mm. were dangling behind, and we're trying to move through packs at a certain pace. But classic WoW has respawns, and uh, well, if you're the little turkey gnome in the back and some. Trog respawns and picks you to attack. You're pretty much dead. I mean, that's their fault. You gotta like it's kill or be killed out there in hardcore. Well, wow. that, if you yeah. venture true. from the path, it's on you. Yeah, that's true. But I did. I did kind of. The initial pitch was like, we're all gonna go out in a giant group, maraud, and we're all gonna come home, right? Where you're gonna because there's oh, many well. of us. It's gonna be safe, right? Then like, their mistake wasn't being slow. Their mistake was listening to you. Exactly. And um, <laughs> it, ignore that, Jeff. That doesn't apply for the Game Awards, but it did, did apply for a while. Um, <laughs> it just is not a good strategy. Mostly, it's not because of the death even, but yes, I have to become more of a drill sergeant because I was... There's new skills in hardcore WoW. You really have to be mindful of your positioning. You have to understand aggro. Um so when we go out there, I'm expecting you to know that. And it's just, if you haven't played it on your own or understand these things, you're just going to get annihilated. And that's what happened. And also the XP gains aren't worth the risk. The amount of penalty you get, you ha- we'd have to mow through content at a good clip 
which doesn't make it worth it, especially since we have, <coughs> excuse me, still sick guys, no all kinds of skill levels. So, you know, we couldn't do it. So I think what we're just going to do is I'm running a five man and doing the streamer privilege thing, be at my level. If you die on your days off, you know, like, I don't know to what extent I'm going back to relevel your alts and shit like that. Um, and we're going to do that until season of discovery starts. And I think we're going to switch the Saturday stream away from hardcore to season of discovery. And again, no one has to die there. We can all play as a community, do some 10 man black fathom deeps and help each other find all the sweet tokens. I guess we'll get for abilities. Mm. So yeah, I wish I was more interested in classic than I am because Everything you, whenever you describe hardcore, I go, oh, that'd be so awesome. And then I think, yeah, but that's in, I don't want to play the old game. I don't want well, that. The, old- thing, the thing about it is, and I've done this, I, I think a lot of people are excited, so they play a lot. I only play Saturdays 3 p.m. Okay. So it's, <laughs> and my rationale is, <clears throat> you know, I played all week and had three characters and they died in their 20s. And I was really depressed about the time I spent in an old game, just mm. dying. Yeah. So I'm like, a more comfortable relationship is just to play one day a week. Like, I don't, like, if I'm going to play more, maybe maybe I'm going to play retail or something like that, because I can't, you know, I I sort of agree, right? Like, I'm not going to spend all my time in the old game. Yeah. And it's going to be true of Season of Discovery as well. Like, there's so many gaming experiences. I am not becoming a Warcraft content creator that's just going to stream WoW for you guys all the time. Like, that's not happening. No. Like, 100%. even if I wasn't streaming and it was just my own personal playtime, no way I can play Warcraft all week anymore. No way that that's an interesting option, I think. But I like the game enough that I'd play it a little bit, and it seems like the dev team is changing World of Warcraft like from BlizzCon to be that, which is why I'm even interested in the first place. So there so you go. 3 p.m. your time, so that's uh, yeah, Eastern? Yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. ish. Okay. You don't have to show up at three. You could show up at five and play for two hours. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Go but, check um, it out. You're uh, at, I forget, did you change it to Bo Schwartz on Twitch? It's Bo Schwartz, okay. twitch.tv slash Bo Schwartz. Okay. But, anyways, that's community updates, 3 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, I usually stream for eight to 10 hours, so show up later if you like. And I might not be a stream this week. As you can tell, I'm still sick with the Rona. Um, Stupid. So if I'm not, if I'm not better, I think I'll be better in two more days. But if I'm not better, there may possibly may not be a stream. So. Well, take uh, yeah, take care of yourself first, and we'll see how exactly. things go. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, there's wow. It's a game. It's still a thing. Still a threat. I it's played. Still out there. Yeah, it's still out there. I also played uh, crap ton of Diablo. Oh, I wanted to read a note for John real quick. I almost forgot to read this. Um. This is this deals with with wow a little bit. Uh, hi, core team. I was listening to one of your shows where John mentioned he didn't like that he would have to always play WoW at night. Hence, the game would only ever be nighttime for him. Now, this is a little hilarious because your dear Martha would have mentioned, <laughs> there's an easy way to deal with this, and it's an add-on. Anyway, I recently discovered for myself that there is an item that turns night into day and vice versa. It's called the Jar of Sun, or sorry, Jar of Sun-Warmed Sand. It can be bought from Otella in the Caverns of Time for a thousand time-warped badges. Uh, this way, maybe John's character can finally get some vitamin D. Kind regards. Kukulia, Kukulia, Kukila, Kukila. I'm not sure he is. Uh, yeah, I will say this. I've had, I had a couple people mention this because it comes up as like one of my number one complaints about the game right now is because I play 
Uh, a lot of my free time is at night, although that is changing. My wife and I had a uh, one of those weird conversations you have when you're an adult. Nobody ever tells you you're going to have this conversation where you go, hey, what if we put an effort into getting a reasonable amount of sleep every night? <laughs> and uh, that's just a discussion that you have as a human being. Yeah. And we decided that that would be a thing we would try. So uh, that free time is coming less and less from... Uh, losing sleep on the back end and, you know, staying up until midnight. Um, I'm going to do my best to not talk about this and go on a absolute rant about the WoW toy box because I have ranted about the WoW toy box enough in my life and I don't need to bring it up again. Mm. But yes, I have this item. I went and bought it on my main tune because I had the badges, so it was easy to do. Um... It is, uh, you activate it, and for the next two hours, the game will appear as if it is noon uh, in in the world, uh, and the item has a 24-hour cooldown. What? <laughs> okay, now so hold on a second. Every 24 hours... Did you play you more can, than two hours, though? Well, and so that is that is where it gets you, but it, it annoys the shit out of me that it's true because it feels like the old man charm, right? Like, you're an old man now. You don't get to play during the day. You only get to play at night. So here's the thing. We'll give you two hours for 24 hours. But it turns out that's really kind of all you need. But it also annoys the shit out of me that that's true because it makes me very aware of how little game time I actually have. Yeah. Um, they do let you buy pinches of the sand so that you can just use like a, a more casual, quick like it uses it up. And it almost feels like a penalty for being an, a responsible adult because uh, they can you can just keep sinking your badges into this. Um, I think Blizzard needs to just come up with a better solution. Make it two hours for two hours uh, cooldown, or make like, it toggleable it, for the entirety of whatever. Like when you uh, know how you know how moonkins can look like normal instead of a big chicken, yeah. and that can be permanent. Just let people do that. It's so it's so arbitrary. The entire toy chest is full of the most arbitrary cooldowns in the world. Like. Oh, I was in an inn, the only place you can play it, and I played the first three notes of Diablo's theme, and I can do so again in 18 hours. Yeah, like, the cooldowns so are stupid. The cool I hate are stupid. it. Yeah. And I, I yeah, never want to abuse. I, yeah. I never want to abuse my friendship with Randy. Yeah, but I saw uh -oh. him reply one time on the WoW community where someone was like, "The cooldowns on there are so bad," and I think he just casually responded with like, "What's the problem with them?" And when I saw it was Randy who did it, I almost sent him a diatribe. I almost went through and took a screenshot of literally every toy in my toy chest with what the cooldown is and what the cooldown should be. It makes me so mad. But it's fine. And it does solve the problem. WoW also notoriously stays daytime longer than most video games. Yeah. So, like, we play on an East Coast <laughs> server. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it like, is still actually daytime even when it's, like, dark here on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, like, it's still daytime in WoW. So it you get around it a little bit. Um, and it the this trinket will be enough. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm still on like principle mad about it. How do you how do you feel about day night cycles in games in general? 
I think that when I was a kid, I thought it was very cool that WoW reflected when I was playing. Yeah. As an adult, I hate it. I yeah. like seeing the shift. I like being able to feel like you spent a day in the world. Now, some games do it really well, um, and some games can look extremely janky as the, you know, the the shift in shadows as the sun moves over can yeah. look really bad and distracting, and yeah. sometimes that doesn't look great. I think WoW actually handles the transition really well and elegantly, and it kind of, the fact that they do it well makes it more annoying that they don't have a faster <laughs> day-night cycle in the game. Yeah, no, I don't, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I have no problem playing in what looks like night to me. Until you brought it up, I actually probably never really thought about it. But it'd be nice. Just give you the option. Toggle it on. It's not going to well, hurt anything. I thought anything. about it because everybody was talking about how beautiful the Dragon Isles looked. And it was just a big, dark, nighttime mass every time I played. And I was like, what are you talking about? It looks beautiful. Ooh, it is beautiful. It's it, the- but I never saw it because it was never daytime yeah. when I played. Yeah. Now there's a solution. It's it's fine. So thank you for the email. But yes, a couple people had emailed me uh, about yeah. this and messaged me about this. And it will work. So I yeah. do appreciate the feedback, everyone who told me, because it will help. And uh, that's and, the and most important thing. Big thanks to... I, I'm grateful that Blizzard did the thing with the Allied Races. And I'm very grateful that uh, I'm suddenly flying in places I hadn't earned. So... I did all my re-leveling of this pally in BF, BFG. Sorry. Uh, what's it called? Big Friendly Giant. Uh, what's BFA? The, what, no, the one before that, the the, the Warlords of Draenor. Jeez. Uh, before Legion. Anyway, I did. <laughs> oh, I really right. like I really like Warlords. <laughs> W-O-D. <laughs> yeah, W-O-D, just like <laughs> L-F-G or whatever I said, BSG. BSG? Battlestar Galactica? What's wrong with me? Yep. All right, anyway. I'm losing it all of a sudden. Um, that is real. I love the leveling stuff in there. I went through most. I basically cleared out in a grand before I hit 60. And they now let you. It doesn't just take you out of there if you hit 60. It used to when they first implemented this. So the yeah. time walking stuff usually just yanked you out and you were screwed. So you didn't get to see some things finish out or finish some quests. Now it's a scroll. So when it's done and you hit it, you can keep going and even level more if you That's want. That's cool. That's nice. But then when you're done, I cleared out in a grand and went, all right, I'm done. Right click that scroll. Are you sure you want to leave? Yep. And I went off to the Dragon Isles. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, oh, I really liked that they made that change. And there was one other thing I really liked that was very good. And I can't. Oh, f- dragon flying, they decided as an early thing. And I didn't know this. So someone had to inform me of this. I think it was Tanner. But you don't have to go get all the things to build out your dragon. So in the game, when you first are going your first run through Dragon Isles, you're finding these tokens in places that will give you points to then put into a separate dragon talent tree that will make your dragon have more abilities, more uh, capabilities, all this sort of stuff, better speed, uh, how it rejuvenates itself and all that. And you don't have to do that again. Once you've done it, it's account wide and you just apply the points. And man, that felt good to be on land on the, the continent, immediately pull out a Drake apply 46 points, whatever the hell it was, and then go fly the shit out of the place. It was yeah, awesome. It's amazing what account-wide stuff does for the game. Yeah. Their quality of life stuff have definitely it's improved. almost like the announcement that they're going to be doing that more going forward <laughs> is what got me to reinstall the video game. Same, which is partly why I don't want to go play classic so much, although playing hardcore with, core with bow sounds like fun because playing with bow is fun. Season um, Discovery sounds good because it's going to be different. 
Yeah, different stuff. I just still am going to be annoyed that it's like, oh yeah, I run out of arrows. Oh yeah, I can't. Well, don't play a hunter. Uh, not even whether whatever I play, it doesn't matter. They, I played all those yeah. classes back then. It's just going to annoy me because they're uh, there. Are, there are you know yeah conveniences that aren't in for every for everything. You're like, I like it better in classic. They ruined it. The new one. There's a convenience that you're like, man, I wish that. Yeah. yeah, I just don't adhere to this idea. This con- I, I think it's great that both exist. Don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome. And I love that classic players get what they want. I just, I am one of those people that likes progress. And I prefer, I prefer progress. <laughs> I want them to do good progress. I don't want them to screw up or have bad expansions. You know, Shadowlands is a real bummer. This is a major uptick from that. I mean, this is up there at Legion with me, this expansion. I like it that much. So... Anyway, I think the trading post is awesome. Yeah, it's Just awesome. Say that. Good. Like, I, I haven't done a ton with it, but like checking that out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the content that I wish had been in the game for all those days where I just flew idly in Orgrimmar wondering what I was doing with my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, this would have added a little direction to it, which would have been really, really great. And the stuff that's there looks cool. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan of that as an. As an added feature. Yeah. So we'll uh, we're, we'll try not to make this, you know, the instance 2.0 moving forward, but there's a little bit of wow some going on. Some people probably want that. Some people yeah, do want that. There will probably be some wow well, check-ins for Again, a while. that's why I'm limiting my Warcraft play to one day a week. Yeah. You don't want to start a new podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's tempting, but, you know. No, I get somebody it. Somebody told me that they did wow podcasting, so I didn't have to. Yeah, so. that's true. We tried to convince people. But a lot of people did anyway. Um, what oh. people have to be prepared for is that Warcraft is not the only MMO that's played by this panel. ESO is a danger of pulling Scott away mm-hmm. at any moment with a sweet new thing. Final Fantasy fourteen will have John by the lap- lapels, lapels. Uh, labia. Uh, as soon as as yeah, soon as that vaca- <laughs> as soon as the vacation walker comes out or whatever oh, that I'm so goes. excited for <laughs> vacation walker. <laughs> I mean that's the premise. It's like everyone's no, going on holiday. No, he's 100 right. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like if you're like, man, we're 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 creating a foundation for some good long-lived Warcraft gameplay. I'm just gonna rip that bandaid off now. Six months, we're all playing other MMOs. So <laughs> anytime anybody's worried that WoW and Final Fantasy are too much in the same place, just remember that the same year. That WoW announced a three-year narrative plan to tell a saga. Final Fantasy announced a vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. people are still excited because you know. Yeah, absolutely. Final Fantasy does things that WoW doesn't, and I'm stoked for that. Well, too. we just ended our saga, so it's time for us to get a vacation. That's We're true. We're at the end of that seven-year plan. Like that ended. Now we need a break. Yep. Yep. You're right. Um, and just people in the chat are like, oh, I love an instance 2.0. I, the, here is, I'll say it now. I'll say it live. The only way the instance comes back as any sort of regular thing is if Chris Metzen will do it with me once a month. He'll sit down with me. <laughs> Not the show, though. The show, yeah. Oh, I'm no, sorry. just do, do it with me. You just said, well, I'm only doing oh, Chris Metzen does it with me yeah, once a month. That's the like, only way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did it. It isn't a stretch on our part. So you actually made it's it about sound to get yeah, real sexy. In here. No, you guys. Listen, I'm only going to salsa classes, honey. <laughs> if we do it with me once a month, 
Yeah, that sounds about right. No, if he would sit down and do the show with me once a month, it would be you know lots of lore talk and nerding it out about that part Hell of it. Yeah. I would bring it back in a heartbeat. But uh, outside of that, I'm not sure because core kind of fills. Yeah, we've all talked about holes. this a lot too. A single uh, game, anything mm-hmm. is a tough ask. It's in hard this, in yeah. this climate. We, yeah, it's hard. The esports wave is over where you're like, I'm a specialist in Hearthstone. Tune in to Hearthstoneville where we talk about every new card that comes out. And mm-hmm. the, so that stuff's WoW, declined big time. Big time decline. Even WoW is talking about making a shift to more seasonal methodology for mm-hmm. their content. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're fully acknowledging what, it is not going to be all WoW 24 hours a day. At least that's not how they're pitching it. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, you know. Bo really he nailed it. That's really the thing. It's just different now. So, and that's fine. You know, I was at that for 16 years, and it did what it and did when you, it did it. But and when you have that thing, like there's content creators who do Final Fantasy stuff that are like, oh, that looks interesting, and their f- listenership not happy about it. You know, yeah. there's like that element to deal with too, where you're setting an expectation, like you know, a parts of pain, and you you want you don't you want to respect the people who you did bring in. So you want to be a thousand percent sure you want to do a thing about a single game, especially when blizzard has also attract, you know, I'm still scorned or burned. This is the heroes of the storm show, by the way, guys mm-hmm. was, was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, where it and they keep teasing me and I keep being like, no, I'm not going to take the bait, but, um, yeah, I will admit though, guild wars two keeps getting tempting. Every time I get playing MMOs again, I'm always like, Mm-hmm. I ought to be over there poking around in there more. They got yeah, shit. I like on. That's, the, that's yeah. the game WoW's poaching from the most right now. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. I mean, this dragon riding stuff straight up out of there. It's different. It's a, it's in a different say implementation. Delves but. is in, I don't know it, but I, I was, I keep hearing preach say that delves seems lifted from a feature that's in guild wars too. Yeah. ESO as well. ESO has, I think they even call them Del, not delves. It's like that though. But yeah, similar. It's a very similar thing. So yeah, they're they're definitely pulling from other places, which I think is good for the game. Everyone else pulled from them. You may as well do some of that yourself. Um. But anyway, I'll talk to Metzen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there you go. We'll He'll see. talk to Metzen. So just send him a text. Want to do it on a monthly basis? Yeah. He'll <laughs> say uh, define do it. He'll say. <laughs> he said this uh, earlier. I wrote him and said um, I got that pally to. 60 something having a blast i decided to go tanky and he said love my prot champ my damage output ain't great but i'm damn near invincible it's true i can pull in like 20 mobs and just chew them apart it's fantastic uh anyway more on that later let's move on to diablo which i also played and there's nothing new to say except i played a ton of it mostly on my steam deck on the now native steam deck yeah it's very good on steam deck it's it's and i like i mentioned last week i had to buy it again because i didn't want to jump through all the weird hoops of getting the battle.net version to just work on a steam deck and it works but if you do big updates sometimes it breaks and stuff because it's kind of hacked yeah so now this is a steam game and i uh, that's a bit sus that they charge you a second time. Well, it is, but I didn't pay the first time. Someone friended it to me, so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. I feel like I finally paid for Diablo. The principle of the argument. No, you're right. Yeah. The principle okay, is the yeah. same, but no, no. I'm, I'm allowing it because now I actually paid for the game and I feel okay about it. But if if I had had to pay twice, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah. That, 
Yeah, that seems more, a lot more reasonable. But it just I mean, runs you know, we, so well there. It's just it's great. Yeah. I'd love it on there. So I've been playing there. But a lot. for people who would have to buy it twice, it seems, you know, it's a little. EA excessive. did a thing with their Origin where if you own games on Origin, you could activate them on the Steam library for free. So it's not without precedent. Yeah, they could do it. Yeah, uh, I think they should do it, but they, as Absolutely of yet, have not done that. Um, I also played. A game, this is the only other game I played. I played a little game called Backpack Hero, which I had been looking forward to for a while. It's been in early access, so i just kind of been watching it. Um, and it launched on sale, so I thought, well, I'll grab it at 16 bucks or whatever. It's a little indie game about uh, this mouse that you play that goes on dungeon runs. And instead of fighting with cards oh, or yeah, equipment okay. or whatever, you fill up your backpack. It's a little like that one you were talking about, Bo. Yeah, I've um, been looking at this one too, though, but never pulled the trigger on it. So yeah, this one I'd heard of a long time ago. I don't know if that other one, if they're riffing on each other or I don't know. But the concept is you have a bag. It has limited slots. You decide what you want to put in there and how you want to arrange it. And then those things will give you abilities, like some charms you can put in the bag. And it'll be like, all right, everything to the left of this charm now has plus three damage. So any weapons on the left of the charm will now have those those stats. Uh, or anything below or above or whatever it happens to be. And then you have like a shield and that shield every every time a fight starts just gives you, you know, eight block or something. Um, swords and weapons, I tend to over overload on weapons and it kind of gets me in trouble. But uh, some are single use, some are multiple use, some use uh, energy points. But it's basically like a mana system uh, and it's turn based. So once you're out of the mana, you end your turn and the other, you know, the enemies have their way with you. Um, and then stuff refreshes and you keep going and there's food and there's other uh, consumables and that sort of thing that you're given throughout the run that you get back at your camp. You're trying to build like a little town uh, so that you can improve everything uh, and then go on your next run. So there's some roguelike stuff going on. It is delightfully awesome. I really, really had fun in this so far. Um, and it's this is a perfect I'm on a meeting and I'm playing this while I'm on the meeting. Perfect. Casual casual um like auto it's auto battles right it's not auto battles it's turn based and you you are choosing oh. unlike the thing you played it's it's all very you're, it's very deliberate oh, but the nice thing is it's turn based so i don't have to you know there's no rush there's I no can, pressure if you're like someone's like uh, scott so what do you think about that and you're like oh shit uh, exactly what are we talking about you know yeah you got to yeah it's exactly right um and then when you level up you get more slots in your bag that's that's usually the the upgrade, and so you can go choose like three or four new slots. That opens up space. Their strategy is to determine where you do it so that the stuff you put in there maximizes against the other items you have in there. And I think like it's you can fun. Even put piping in your <laughs> in your bag. Piping. Like, I'm looking at screenshots, and it's like there's pipes that connect items to other items. Oh right, yeah, yeah. There is some of that. I haven't gotten far enough to do too much of that, but uh, the items okay. get crazier and crazier. Um, it seems like a really conscientious little team that's very interested in feedback. Uh, they're now 1.0 as of, I think, yesterday or maybe today. Oh, wow. Just went 1.0? Yeah. They were early access for about yeah, a year. Yeah, release date 14 November. Okay. Yeah. So pr- pretty new. Maybe time to check it out. I really like it. I always it. thought this looked interesting, so you give it a rec- big recommend. I would, yeah. And I think the price is right. I think it's just great. It's great on Steam Deck, great on PC. It's great mouse, great controller, whatever you want to use. It's great. I really like it. High, high, high recommend for Backpack Hero currently on Steam. Uh, That's it for me. 
John, what else you do this week? You want to talk about wrestling? Yeah, let's talk about wrestling because uh, this week was the big free preview number three. Uh, a lot of build up to this one, a lot of smack talking, a lot of videos recorded, Scott calling me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this uh, this was the big night. This was the big showdown between you and I, Scott. Um, and it ended up being one of the craziest episodes of Frog Wrestling that I have ever Done I was seen. I was gone, but when I came back, I saw you posted something on Twitter slash X, and you said, "Now that's frog wrestling or something." And I thought, "Man, what yeah. did I miss? I must have so, missed something good." So we had a couple of big reveals. The first reveal, which is coming up on the video here, is that a new faction has been born. Uh, Scott had previously kicked uh, Bo out a long time ago from Core. Uh, he then went and kicked uh, myself and Martha out of core. And we had for Scott's big match, Martha came out. She certainly wasn't going to be fighting Scott for the title. And Martha then revealed that she was accompanied by uh, two allies and a new core faction has formed core blue, which consists of myself and Bo. Uh, and Martha, and we have now unified against Scott and Brian Dunaway, mm. and uh, was a Hell great yeah. reveal. Was mm-hmm. a big moment, and then the match got even crazier from there because the first match ended in a countout that really shouldn't have counted. So the AI got stuck on the steps. It was John (laughs) stuck outside of the ring, got stuck on the steps, managed to climb back into the ring and was coming through the ropes. And then the game decided, nope, 10 match over. And everybody was disappointed in it. So I said, you know what? I'm making an executive decision. We're restarting the match. John V. Scott round two. Technically, Scott would have won that match. So then we go through another match. John versus Scott. Round two going. And the exact same thing happens, but with Scott stuck outside of the ring. Mm. And then he didn't make it in in time. Mm. And I said, you know what? People will call shenanigans if I say, oh, John got counted out. We can't in there. But Scott got counted out. We're going to have to allow it. And... So we restarted the match a third time <laughs> yeah, and had a third match between John and Scott and Scott. There is a special clip that I would like you to play. It's the link below this one. All right. Because the game glitched out in the best way. The final move <laughs> that ended the reign of Scott Johnson yeah. For whatever reason, went in slow motion. Now I'm going to put I, audio. I'm turning audio on yeah, for this. Clip. Turn audio on. Yep. Uh, so we're getting the full Monty here, everybody. Here you go. All right, I'm down. My jorts are down. John's getting up. But on I him. think he's going to go for it again. <laughs> oh shit! What are you doing this over there? This would be the third. Caught it like a Street Fighter slow mo. He nails it. There's the pin. I don't even know why it was like that. He gets it. What he the crap? Wow. Oh shit. I, got I lost? have no idea why it did slow mo for that kick. I don't know 
but that was the defining kick that ended your title reign and was the end of it. And it, for whatever reason, it went in slow motion and it was incredible. Oh, there it is. Um, that is crazy. It must have glitched on the ropes or something. Yeah. Perfect, though. It you was a title so match? Bizarre. It was a title match. Scott has lost the Frog Pants Championship. Shit. Oh, snap. And you got it? I got Shit. it. Oh, jeez. So yeah. it's uh, it, the slow-mo is so weird. It was so bizarre. But it was a crazy night of, of matches, uh, like title changes, like crazy. Uh, the entire Frog Wrestling universe is going to look different next week. So I'm really excited for it. Um, and a lot of cool things coming uh, following the end of Scott's era as uh, champion. Um, we'll see if he fights back. What's, All right. what's his next move? We're going to have to see. I'm really excited for it. But it was a, it was an awesome, awesome thing. Check out the VODs at Craftless Rogue on YouTube. Also, yep. Craftless Rogue for live stuff on Wednesdays over on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Craftless Rogue. Make sure you watch this stuff. The jorts will be back. I just know it. Uh, the only other thing I want to say is I found my Nintendo Switch. This has been a long-running gag here on Core. There it is. That yep. I don't know where my Nintendo Switch is. I have it. It's in my hand. Woo! I have a Nintendo Switch. I put in the effort. I put in the time. Uh, I don't think it's a mystery which game I put the time and effort in for. I've already purchased it. It mm. comes out tomorrow mm. uh, where I'm going to be playing Super Mario RPG, mm. the uh, yeah. re-release of that game. So it kind of is unfortunate. It comes out on a Friday. I got to go almost a whole week before I talk about it, but I will have definitely played that uh, come next episode of Core. Nice. But I did think it would be fun, seeing as it's been forever since I uh, booted up my Switch, to give you guys a little quiz. Oh, this will be fun. I booted up the Switch. What game do you think is the last game I played on the Switch? The previous time I had it loaded up, and I've got multiple choice for you. Uh, you think okay. the last game I played is A, Animal Crossing New Horizons, B, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Ar Arceus, Arceus, yeah, whatever Ar that is. Arceus yeah. Metroid Dread, or Hades. I will tell you, all four of these games constitute the last four games that I played on. So which was the Switch. last though we so, want to know here. But which one is the most recent? The last game I played before I hung up the Switch. Bo, do you have a guess on these uh, four? Um Hades. <laughs> Hades, you say? I'll say I'll say Metroid Dread just to keep it different. So Hades and Metroid Dread. You are both Incorrect. Damn it. It was Pokemon Legend Arceus. I've heard good things about that. It was gifted to me by somebody, I believe. And people like that game. Yeah. I liked my time with it, but I moved, I think, is what happened. And the Switch never got unpacked. Yeah. So it's been just living in a box. Mine's um, my switch side eyes my Steam Deck every day. It's looking at it like you bastard because it took all my attention away from that thing. I feel bad because I love Nintendo and I love Nintendo games, but I don't know, man. Having Diablo 4 in your lap and in bed, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. 
Uh, well, there you go. John playing Nintendo Switch again, and soon we'll get to hear all about I just want to hear about what they changed or what really fundamentally changed about the game. Is it just the look of it? Did they keep the systems? Like Mario RPG is a classic for a reason, but I'm I'm really curious about your take next week. I so. already know that you're going to be able to switch your party members on the fly in combat, which is new. Um, so I am excited about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Super Mario RPG is one of my favorite video games of all time. I'm really, uh, really, really excited for it. And because I just remembered that my stepson got gifted Super Mario Wonder, I might have played that by the time we come back too. So oh, goodness. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens then. Bo, let's throw it over to you. We got a little bit of the old uh, hardcore uh, Diablo 4 Rogue 100 business going on. Yeah, so, you know, we talked about, wow, Diablo 4. I dinged 100 on the Rogue finally. I broke the curse of dying at level 89 on the third try. Yeah. I've downed all the new bosses, did all the new content. Uh, I'm working on maxing out my Nightmare Sigils. And then Duriel was quite hard the second and third third attempts i had to scroll of escape out but i beat him the first time nice but i have to get two kills on him to complete the season journey so not quite done and then i would like to try and uh build farm some gear and make a build so i can try and take on uber lilith i haven't done uber lilith so that's still pending but i got 200 so nice nice. well done did that did that leveling um, because this is now under the new kind of quality of life leveling uh, where stuff isn't so arduous from 60 to 100 or whatever. Did you feel feel that in your play? Like it Yeah, for quick? sure. It's yeah. like 50% or more faster. Like even like the one, my first preseason Rogue at 89 died at 150 hours, and then it took 60 hours yeah. to get to the same level. So now doing it twice, probably roughly the same amount of time, <laughs> considering I played two Rogues yeah. to level 89. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this means because I went to 100 next season when season three starts and I'm going to be playing Diablo 4 again, uh, I will can play new class. Like I'll probably try Druid, I'm thinking, probably. Cool. cool. I want to do yeah, Druid. So like each season well. I do a new class that like, that gives, like, that breathes long-term life uh, into the game. I'm trying to be pace games more. I usually play like 80 hours all in one shot as soon as something comes out. I'm trying to be more of a pacer rather than a, than a sprinter yeah Yeah, no that's great i think that's great the way you talk about you've made me think more about playing hardcore because i hadn't thought of it that way hours yeah you just you donate a a certain amount of time and you're good i like that yeah so i'm I'm starting to parcel out because there's so many games and some of them i just want to make sure i devote a bit of time to you so sure um maybe i'll devote time to some exercise at some point oh yeah anyways. i like that um <laughs> I'm, I'm applying it to my video game so there's that <laughs> yeah um not much to say though it's the same game yeah. but I, what i do want to talk about is as folks may know or i don't know if they've gathered yet but i have covid mm-hmm. i got it uh after we recorded thursday like friday i think i probably so my mom gave it to me because she was out and about mm-hmm. um not it wasn't me that got it because i'm at home she re-gifted uh, it, it to you yeah. it didn't yeah it didn't really hit me till uh saturday on the hardcore stream towards the end when i'm like i gotta go guys i'm just so tired like i could feel it starting to like creep in yeah um so i've been sick since like saturday usually i'm not too fond of playing video games when i'm sick or watching movies which is weird because that's most people like to do that but yeah. I, I can't look at it yeah. but i gotta say i actually was able to pick up one of the benefits of COVID is that your face isn't full of boogers and you're not full of diarrhea and stuff. It's a pretty clean <laughs> illness. Like you have body aches and you're fatigued and it's not fun. All right. It's terrible. 
but it's not it's one of the cleaner ones to have yeah you know what i mean and, and so like I, I was like oh because I, I wasn't sleeping so much and i didn't i slept three 18 hour days and i think it gave me carpal problems yeah the first time i'm trying not to sleep like a dragon gaiden came at the perfect time you know it's not too hard it's easy the story's pretty primary colors like easy to follow along that guy bad look at what a jerk he is mm-hmm. and um, i gotta say that game's awesome i finished it i rolled credits last night i 100 of the achievements but not all the mini games and um i would say like a dragon uh the the ichiban game has a lot of tender moments that make you kind of well up and want to cry it's very emotional very like a lot of path- pathos in it uh kiryu kazuma kiryu or kiryu kazuma is a very stoic, introverted character that doesn't show his pain, more traditionally Japanese macho or honorable. Um, so they save it right until the, right until the end. They save the doozy. And uh, when, I, when I rolled credits, uh, I was crying my you ass You were off. weepy. Oh, man. I, not weeping. I was crying. And like just, wow. just legit, I had tears all in my eyes, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "I was literally like very few games uh, get a person to cry." Uh, sorry, I want to get the name of the company right because I, I just want to. I want to. I want to credit them uh, properly. It's that Ryu. Well, oh, the people the who make the Like a Dragon. Yeah, like uh, Ryu Gotoku Studio. Ryu mm. Gotoku. They've done it to me twice now. Mm. And um, one thing to note about this game, it's worth every penny. It's almost the price of a full release. Notably, it's only got five chapters. So one of the this is more of a side story for these games. I mean, I still spent 60 hours in it. And the five chapters are still 10 to 20 hours of awesome gameplay. But it is shorter than your average Yakuza entry. Yeah. Because it's basically like a Dragon um, 1.5, like it fills in some missing parts of the Ichiban story. So it's like, it's like you should play like a dragon and then play this one unless you really know what's going on with Yakuza. Cause it only really connects at the end of the final act. Uh. Um, but it is, it is just, it's just a well done game. I'm a big fan. They've made me cry twice. I, I don't know how I'm going to, like I think I'm in for every entry now. I think they've got me hooked into the franchise like for life at this point. Wow! And uh, Infinite Wealth comes out in two months, and um, I'm looking forward to playing it. And I hope they uh, go easy on my feelings. Yeah, because they got you this yeah. time. Um, I didn't know this. This this team, uh, Ryu Ga Gokutu Studio, um, their first game as a studio because they were they were scattered throughout other parts of Sega and they were part of the Daytona USA and Virtua Striker games, Shenmue, this kind of stuff. But then they AM4, which is their original name, was reestablished and their first game, Super Monkey Ball. Nice. I love yeah. that. I absolutely freaking love that. <laughs> that was great. That somehow you went from Super Monkey Ball to this shit is crazy. I love it. I mean the game still kinda is Super Monkey Ball. We gotta talk about the <laughs> mini games. The yeah. mini games is Coliseum where you do hell fights. 
it's 20 of your guys versus 20 enemy guys. And you just pound the shit out of each other. It's awesome. Mm. And like, because you're an agent now you get agent gadgets. So the rope is like crazy. You just rope a guy and throw him. But I got the super spy shoes. Yeah. They're basically just rocket boots. <laughs> so you just like, you just like Superman across the ground, mowing down, um, you, you know, regular people like they're not it's not like you're fighting super villains or anything it's like the enemies in this game is an old skinny japanese man in a cardigan with a knife (laughs) (laughs) and you're like come here that's great like you're pounding the shit out of that but the bad guy yakuza is really well done i don't want to spoil the story too much because it spoils the story of like a dragon and i still think i still holding out hope that john gets through yeah, I need to. I realized yeah. I had more time and it allowed me to pivot to some other things I wanted to get to, but yeah. I, I I that is next and then in the back of my head somewhere I do swear that I'm going to go through and play at least a bulk of the series. I do want to play all of Yakuza 0 oh, and then wow. I think they did remakes of like, like 1 2 and two. 3. 1 2 I, 3. I kind of want to kind of want to do it. But me too. I just just, love, I love these games in a, it's like Eve online. I haven't actually, like, I don't, I don't necessarily love them in the way that I've played all of them. I love them in the fact that anytime I see anything, anytime I hear anything, uh, every time I see a screenshot or a video, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so happy that I live in a world that this game exists but I just haven't spent the time doing it and I just need to. Um, I just don't yeah, know when I, I that's that, going to be. I think it makes a lot of sense. So it's just it, the hardest thing is maybe time management on the mini games because like the games are not that long, but if you get sucked into a mini game, you're, you know, maybe <laughs> spending a lot of time on that stuff. But, um, and the, some of the older games don't control as well as the newer games. Like some stuff is like, Pretty rough. Can we talk about how styling the head of the studio is? Just look at this dude. I put it in Discord. Look at this guy, dude. Oh, yeah. No, he's a real, like, uh, he is uh, suave. Look at that haircut. Oh, man. I mean, like, in in a way that only he can pull off. (laughs) I dress in that outfit, and everyone's like, you know, (laughs) yeah. Jesus Jesus H. Christ, uh, Mary, uh, Jesus, Mary, Mother, and Joseph. uh, I would laugh so hard. I would pay for you to get into that get up. That'd be amazing. Anyway. I mean, it would be so awful. I love everyone. these. I love it. What's his name? Tashirio Nagoshi, I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and there's a whole story behind how the franchise got started, which is also interesting because, you know, it was not an easy sell, even though now it's like a no brainer, amazing franchise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, but poor um, coffee ears. Uh, I lo- love this. Uh, this entry, like it's even overwhelmingly positive on um, Steam right now. Mm. Um, and so it's not just like uh, I'm biased because I enjoyed the franchise or whatever. Like people playing this game and just loving it. It's an excellent entry. It's the latest tech. I've, I'm getting like 120 frames. I'm getting awesome frame rates. It looks smooth as butter. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. Uh, the mini games are good. There's Hell Coliseum. Sorry, I I, I didn't finish. There, the other mini game that's awesome is the. Um, oh my god, why can't I think of it? Oh, the the core, the the pocket circuit race mm. car driving is really fun. Mm. Let's go around too. Just the latest gen graphics and stuff. It was just really compelling. Mm. 
And um, was there another one? I can't remember. I did a lot of the mini games. Oh, there's a whole Sega Master System in this now with like 10 Sega Classic games. You just play them? Like Alien Sin. Yeah, you, you have to do that for some Akame points. That's awesome. So, <laughs> there's the Akame right network of doing things. And um, I love the Master System. And, and like the, the hostess dating super seducer FMV game is pretty wild too. It's an FMV game? Yeah. All right. Those guys, they're out doing themselves. Shenmue. Yeah, it's, it's it's an excellent entry, and it's been a while since we've had a Kiryu game. And Shenmue, more like Shenpoo. Oh, also, if you finish the game, you get to play a little sneak preview of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which I also got oh, to play. Really? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it seems good. It's in Hawaii. There's all kinds of Americans. Uh, the way they characterize their Americans <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> totally, so, I'm so excited. Mm. I can't wait. Oh, they also added that whole, like, I'm going to call it Island Sanctuary because that's what the feature's called in Final Fantasy XIV, which also ironically had the same feature recently. But, like, they have that whole Island Sanctuary mini game in that where you just build an island and just bring people to it. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. freaking wait. It looks amazing. It's going to be good. For the record, they still make monkey ball games. They made one in 2021. So, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, they still yeah. got that in their system, too. They Sup- got that, super that talent. Monk. They haven't lost that talent who makes those games. No, they still, they've held on to their, their true, tie, their true uh, origins over there. One thing, yeah. uh, one thing I will say, too, is yeah. that, um, <clears throat> that new, that new game has a segue in it. A segue, <laughs> like riding around on it? Segway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a segue mount. I don't know what I thought. I was thinking, oh, it has a has a great transition on a story point. It's got a little segue. Oh, you mean the hard the hardware? I thought those were yeah. gone. Aren't those done? Are we done with segways? Um, I I knew immediately based on the franchise we're talking about when Bo said segway. What he was <laughs> he knew what he meant. Oh, they call something else now. Well, no, they just don't make them anymore. I don't think. So when you say segue, I think of the old school like wordplay segue. Like, oh, uh, here's a segue for you. We're going from this game to this other game. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know they didn't make them anymore. But I'm pretty sure it's a segue that it has a handlebar. So maybe it's some weird sci-fi segue that they're. Was it the is the Ichiban guy? It's a different time. It's in the 90s. Or no, it's 2023. 2023. No, no, Ichiban's oh, current day and Kiryu's caught up to current day. The 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 um that game, like a dragon and like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. What a mouthful! Is takes place in 2020 okay and this new game takes place in 2023 oh and that was another nice touch uh the gangsters that wear covid masks in like (laughs) you're beating guys up but they're wearing masks nice (laughs) there's a whole gang of them they have masks on like oh that's respectful and you can get a mask for yourself too uh when i do hell fights i do wear a covid mask yeah um during the hell fights i just there's a lot of like nice touches that you're just not gonna like modern current day touches that you're not gonna find in like any other game that I just yeah. I love that they do that stuff. Yeah, they're, they're it turns out in Asia they're not weird about masks. They've been doing this for decades. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty normal. Yeah, normal for them. But uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, just it's yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I think it's just so beautiful to I don't know. It felt good to cry last night. Well, that's good. Say. Let that out of your system. Uh, there's other things we're going to let out of our system real quick when we take a break. We're probably going to have to pee. You know, that's one of them. Things like that. We're going to pee. We're going to come back. We're going to rip through some other news. We got a, a, a phone call. Are we playing the Crofton thing? Have we made it? What do we yeah, want? Yeah, you can play it. I just, 
he can be kind of trolly and sometimes I just he's <laughs> I know he does a gaming show and I don't want to insult him a little bit but he can be really outside of the loop on some stuff yeah and uh you know there was a conversation we had about uh, well, I'm not going to say it here. It's just like it was so out of touch that it would be like borderline insult. I just I was a little worried <laughs> he just might have a bad cringe take. Yeah, because he doesn't keep up with certain current events, particularly in the Blizzard sphere. So, yeah. you know, I wanted I wanted to vet it, but it's fine. I think people will enjoy it. We we'll do that when we get back, or yeah, we'll do it when we get back. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Oh, we already did Martha, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Martha's done. We did Martha at the top. Remember? We did the whole thing with the wow thing and all that. (laughs) And your inventory nightmare that you experienced. It was a very long one. It was. Uh, But good, yes. So instead, we're going to talk about other news of note we may have missed, or maybe you missed, and uh, we're going to talk about them now. Okay. Music for this. We're gonna play this in the background. I'm gonna rip through these. The first episode of Word on the Street with Greg Street and Scott Johnson is up. Video and audio. Uh, it's our first episode, but we're just getting started. Got lots of fun plans for that. Next month will be probably some additional people with some systems talk uh, about what they want to do with their game. Codename Ghost. Go check it out at frogpants.com/street for more can I, details. Can I say, can I say something about this? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Um, First of all, the first episode was awesome, but two, hands down, clearly the biggest news item. Like, with a, unironically or unbiased, the biggest thing that happened in gaming was that was your episode, I think. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. Yeah. But, I uh, mean, maybe also the AMA was really good. I don't know if we covered it, if it happened before or after last week, but... It was good. It's a, it's a continuation it of that, before. and I think it's the yeah. biggest news of the week, so... Yeah. It was nice fun. Job, it was before, because we then we talked about it here, I guess, and we could finally talk about it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun, and Greg's a great guy, and can't wait to get Holinka on there again, and a whole bunch of people over there. They're great. Uh, all right. Details on that again at frogpants.com slash street. Baldur's Gate 3, we talked about that a bunch today, and it will probably sweep the awards. Is getting a physical edition that also comes in Xbox flavor. Uh, also, it won a, told, a ton of Golden Stick, Golden Stick, Golden Joystick Awards. You know, the old Golden Stick Awards. The Golden Stick. Uh, uh, unironically, there's a Hungarian celebration where you either get uh, sticks to beat your kid with mm. or Golden Sticks. Mm. I And they arrived in your boot, and I got Golden Sticks every year. Just nice. Nice job. Well done. So golden sticks are a thing in some cultures. Yeah. Canadian cultures. Speaking of the game awards. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was was going to say, it's not Santa Claus that gives the sticks. It's St. Mikolash. (laughs) Mikolash. Yeah. Yes, but John, sorry. What were you going to say about something? Uh, I I was just going to add tacked on to this that speaking of game of war, game of wards, game of game awards. Yeah. uh, That's where they're going to announce the release date for Xbox. So if you have an Xbox and you've been waiting to play the game that we uh, won't stop talking about, it's uh, you're going to find out at the game awards when you get to do that. Yep. Still expected before the end of uh, December. So good news on that front. Um, I, I didn't put it in the news, but I meant to mention it. The Witcher is getting a uh, in-house mod tool thing that will let people make their own quests and their own content in The Witcher Three, which is crazy. Whoa! I forgot I to put it that in there. Yeah, pretty rad sounding. Um, it's like an editor to create scripting and and all sorts what? of stuff. That actually sounds awesome, right? Really interesting. I agree. Uh, 
See if I can find Gets it. Gets a mod editor eight years after. Wow. Smooth move, Metamucil. It's awesome. <laughs> yep. It's exciting. Um, there it is. Wh- official mod editor next year. So it's not right away, but we'll get in that next year. And uh, that could be really fun. Oh, my God. So you could just edit existing quests and content or just do, like... Make your own. Oh, my, oh my God. I what know. if you could make your own... And you don't have to be a big programmer, dude, to do it. So we can we have like like what if it's just me? It's like I can add a we can add a core NPCs into Witcher and do a core yeah. quest line. Yeah, Jorts man, go talk to we Jorts man. Like- <laughs> Scott Jorts Johnson. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Sorry, I'm just uh, sorry to get hung up on this one because I know we're trying to do it quick. I just wonder what date it's, is it now, out now? Or? No, it says 2024, but I don't know what that means. Probably January or February or something. Okay, first of the year. Tall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Dungeon Keeper 1 mod, Keeper FX, in full release after 15 years. So, hey, guess what's back, you guys? Dungeon Keeper, uh, Molyneux's epic Dungeon Master deal. And it's available now. Someone PC Gamer has At that. At the height of its relevancy. Yeah. Relevancy. Yeah, perfect timing. I just, <laughs> sorry, I threw this in there because it actually excited me when I saw this because I'm like, uh, Dungeons 4 just came out, but I just don't know if the Dungeons franchise is quite it. And then I looked at this. I may install this trend. Oh, you should. You should stream it. I would watch that. I used to love that game. Dungeon Keeper 1 was my jam for a long time. I don't know who. they Remember they tried to make a mobile game? EA did, and it was terrible. But that's about all we've heard from that thing. So any Dungeon yeah, just, Keeper talk is good They talk. failed to like replicate the perfect formula that Dungeon Keeper laid out, and it's kind of puzzling, but yeah, there you go. How is that Dungeons 4? Is that okay? Is anyone trying oh, no, that? I no, it's on for... Game Pass. You can find out oh, for free. Okay. Let's try it. Maybe I will. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, should. Maybe I will. Yeah, they, it's pretty pricey if you buy it standalone. Maybe I won't buy it's it pricey. pricey. Maybe I'll get it on Game Pass. Yeah, I think that's my recommendation, I think. Uh, what else? Darktide is new major update, finishing talent trees and adding a zone called the Carnival. Kind of excited to check this out. Um, finished talent trees seems like a big milestone for the fixes to that game. So, Yeah, the new level looks cool. I can't report on what it was, but I just like to give Darktide a bump because one of these days we're going to be playing it. and One of these days they'll cross the threshold and everyone's going to want to play it. I want to. I totally want to. Um, all right, well, we got to reach out. I guess I got COVID, so it made it kind of hard. But uh, you and your damn COVID. Play some games. It's your fault. Play some games. Just kidding. It's not your fault. Uh, D- Samwise Didier, you guys know him from Blizzard. He was there for 31, to, 31 or 32 years. Uh, one of the OGs. And really, this is the one thing you cannot deny the man. The, the in-house art style that was Blizzard games absolutely flowed from that dude's pen. Um, and he was there for a very long time. In fact, he was over on the or on the uh, heroes team for a bit. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah, John I and I didn't that. we interview him at BlizzCon? Yeah. He was in the room. Yeah, we got to talk to him. I loved it. I was so excited. Like that was one of the most like starstruck moments for me. Yeah. Because I usually assume I'm going to go in and I'm not going to know who I'm talking to. Right. Because there are a couple of people at Blizzard that certainly get a lot of attention, get a lot of spotlight. But it's not all of them. Not all of them are as forward-facing. And I just walked in there, and Samwise was in there, and I think I was just like... <gasps> yeah, caught me off, it caught me <laughs> off guard, too, because they didn't tell us who was going to be in there. We didn't know. They just, we just knew we were going to be talking to someone from the art team. Yep. 
So he's retiring. He's going to get some much-needed time on his own. He's got a place in Texas he's trying to do stuff with, and as far as I know, not heading to another game or studio. It's just going to be Samwise for a while. Yeah, he released a statement, too, on his YouTube, which was funny. Um, oh. Yeah, I hadn't heard that how, yet. like, um, <clears throat> not undramatic, not that I was expecting to be dramatic, but how just, like, you know, for stuff coming out of Blizzard, especially along with stuff, it was... I guess it's humble is the way to put it, right? He's like, well, you know, I've been punching the clock for 31 years and time to do something a little different. Like, it was just so very, like, cool and relatable, I guess, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's a he's a good dude. I like his ABC philosophy. Yep. Plus, always have giant shoulder pads or whatever his advice was. Yeah. ABC uh, plus giant shoulder pads. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, that is it for bonus content news today. Let's now dive straight into this voicemail that we got at 801-471-0462. This is a voicemail about Inkbound, a game both John and I played. John originally, I think, recommended it. I ended up getting it, really liking it. It was getting mixed reviews mainly because of microtransaction stuff that seemed a little out of place for the uh, the, the devs of uh, Monster Train. Just didn't seem like their thing. Well... They have an update for us, and that's what this call's about. Here you go. Hey, this is Ben Cullen for Core. I just had a quick question for you guys. Um, so I've been loving Inkbound. I'm really glad that um, John, I guess, originally recommended it, which I forgot, so I'm even more glad that Scott uh, specifically <laughs> told him he should have recommended it harder because I've been loving it. I've got like 70 hours or something. And so I was just wondering what your guys' opinion was on them removing microtransactions from the game because I don't know if any of y'all saw this, but um, in the most recent update for the game, which introduced some new, some new characters and such, they took out the Battle Pass system and, to my knowledge, all ability to purchase purchase stuff within the game with real money. And I don't really think they needed to do that. I thought it was a really pretty forgiving system. I got to level 100 on the battle pass and I was able to purchase the premium for free pretty quickly, like within 50 hours, I think. And um, I didn't really feel pressured to buy any cosmetics, but um, I'm curious as to what your guys' opinion is on it. Love to hear what you guys think. Bye. Uh, It did result in fresh reviews putting them in the overall or the overwhelmingly positive zone um so they went from mixed to very popular very quickly i think people are just so opposed diametrically and at principle at things like microtransactions that they're just stoked to see him gone even if they weren't predatory yeah i mean as long as as long as the developer can do it i mean like at a certain point people have to get paid for their video games uh that they put out i mean like at a certain point money has to change hands we all don't like it we're all gonna act like we're annoyed by it there's people who get you know so angry about you know like youtube ads and stuff like that and it's like well so you just want this website to exist for free and you think that that'll just be a thing that happens and Mm -hmm. It's like no, it's okay if everybody else pays for it, but I don't. I don't want it. I don't have to see it. Yeah, and it, it's just nothing exists in that world. Um, so it's kind of a necessary evil, and I'm willing to acknowledge that. <laughs> um, but there are times when it's predatory in a uh, in a way. It's all kind of predatory, but there's times when it's bad, and you know it's bad, and there's times when you know it's okay. And so as long as the developer is not sinking themselves doing this, just trying to get better reviews for their game, as long as they have a plan and, you know, can pay their workers and do what they got to do, I think that that's absolutely, that's absolutely fine and good for them for doing it because I, I think that that's 
obviously what people want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as long as this isn't then later followed by a statement next week where they're like, well, we laid off half our staff. <laughs> they're all gone now. Yeah. You know, you'd got to do what you got to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like video games cost money. You should, I, I agree that we shouldn't be monetized to hell, but it, it costs money to make video games and you should pay money to get video games. Yeah. It's not a free service that just gets delivered. Well, I guess the the way it worked out in this case is you're you're buying Inkbound and that's all you're buying. So I think that's- it looks like they have some supporter packs, kind of like uh, what Wharf Game, <laughs> what Deep Rock Galactic does, where yeah, it's like, Warf hey, Game. if you like what we're doing, <laughs> if you want to support us, here's some stuff that you can buy. Um, I think that sort of stuff's great. I've always loved the way Deep Rock Galactic is monetized. It's always felt encouraging to support them when i can too like yeah. you know i've bought a couple of those packs when i was playing the game not because i really wanted what was in them but more just like you know i haven't given you guys a lot of money for this sort of like why i always buy vampire survivors dlc mm-hmm. i'm like i took terrible advantage of you i will buy whatever dlc you put out because you deserve it so yeah plus that game did a really a really weird thing by being so big and establishing themselves so cheap when it first launched, it was like, well, three bucks is what we think we can get for this game. And then everyone who makes one of these feels like they have to stay under five to even compete. And that's interesting in a business that has def- definitely gone up across the board, right? Everybody's got a little, you're paying a little bit more for everything from Indies all the way up to triple A's uh, by 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever but that was established as this normal for that kind of whatever subgenre that is, that's a $5 or less experience. And that's just how it is. And all these new ones that come out, they're never more than five bucks. And if they are, they don't succeed. It's weird. It's a very odd thing. Uh, anyway, that's great. Thank you for that. Uh, 801-471-0462 is that number to call. Now we got something from Bo's old pal, one of his great friends in the world, Crofton, who we've there talked we about go. on the show before. All right. He sent in a three-minute file, and I hesitated whether we were even going to play this, but I checked with Bo. We've had some back and forth. This is a tight show that runs fast and quick, and he's going to bring it down with three minutes of audio? (laughs) I know. What does he think people do with their lives? They don't have three minutes to give. I couldn't help but feel... You may want to play the three minutes because it's kind of like our own... uh, Yeah. uh, that drama uh, situation unfolding. Like John, John sitting and watching, imagine sitting still and watching a TV show for three minutes. It barely, you barely register. It just goes by really fast. Right. Uh, Our break during the show, it's a five minute break and it feels like nothing. We're just up, pee, grab some water, come back. But imagine somebody pulling your fingernails out while you're sitting in that same place. That's the longest three minutes of your life. Right. Yeah. That might be what this is. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, we'll find I find out. Yeah. If it feels fast, it was a good call. If this feels long, then you know, Crofton's on notice for Yeah, well we just won't play his voicemails again. So yeah. hopefully he makes his good good first impression. <laughs> That's good right. Pressure. That's a good point. All right, here he is. Let's play it. Dear gentlemen of the core podcast and Bo. <laughs> it has come to my attention that you have been defaming my character on your show. I've been called everything from intellectually lazy to a toastmaster, whatever that is, which is insulting as I'm much more into ego waffles. 
Honestly, I was able to take all of these insults, but your last two episodes impugned upon my character at a level I could no longer take. First, Bo indicated that I cheated at the board game Root. Secondly, and far more importantly, he indicated that I was in fact not a good rogue. When I am, some would say, many people would say, the world's best rogue. Now, I'm not worried for me, as the millions and millions of Croftaholics see through these barbs. They're transparent, but I'm worried for what it will do for the reputation of your show. People need to understand the larger conflict at work here and the conspiracy you were all engaged in. So, when I first pickpocketed Scott's gold in Divinity Original Sin 2, <laughs> I gave it back to him. Not just because Bo made me do it, but because I actually wanted to. But now, John's going to second cousins of ex-girlfriends and filling out his wrestling roster? I can see that I am being actively punished for that original sin. Too. Also, if I'm not a good rogue, how could I have gotten away with stealing from my own party member? I ask you that. Now, Bo. Bo, Bo, Bo. You claim the rules of Root are poorly written. That wouldn't have anything to do with the fact that you are the only person of our group yet to win it, does it? You say my wins are tainted due to cheating, but it's not cheating if you don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> In a way, I was just the benefactor of our collective confusion. It is like how you Americans seem to elect your presidents. Sometimes the winner might not be the most qualified, but at least they know how to be unqualified with confidence. <laughs> now, your insults have reached a point where I have to devote a second a segment of my show, Dungeons and Diapers, no, Scott, it's not a sex thing, to repudiating your criticism. I know you likely never get any complaints on your opinions, but if this continues, I yeah, may never. have to resort to international legal action. Or I guess, I mean, I could just sue Bo domestically. Maybe that would be easier. Um, unless there is some way that I can squash this virtual beef once and for all, consider yourselves warned. Sincerely yours, Crofton Steers. Wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Three-minute like advertisement for his podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Dear Martha, but not funny. Yeah. Uh, I like that he clearly looked up the word repudiate. And it was like, oh, this is a great word. So he decided I'm going to put it in this diatribe as many times as possible because I looked it up. Mm. Um, I, I mean, Crofton, here's you were mostly aimed at Bo, but uh, from one professional rogue to another self-professed rogue, uh, it's a lot more believable that you uh, it came to your attention when you don't later in your call say you've dedicated an entire segment to our show. Mm. Um, you know, there's a, there's a bit of a fallacy there. Also good rogue behavior is not to give the gold back. That's um, true. Maybe that's how rogues do it in Canada, but where we're from rogues, keep the gold. They steal at mm -hmm. least if they're of any quality whatsoever. Yeah. That's why I've never, I never played divinity three with you. Because yeah, you would never know that you were I'd never know. Gold. You'd just be like, why can't I'm like, why is my pocket so empty? Game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody else seems to be buying armor, John especially, but I can't afford a damn thing in this game. This game's got a, a gold leak or something going on. <laughs> uh well, Crofton, you're you've made your point you've made your stand. All right. Well, I think I'm in legal trouble 
Yeah, but what it's like going after like him going after you, like, come on. Like, what's he gonna get out of this? I don't mean that you're broke. I mean <laughs> I mean what <laughs> No, you're giving Crofton a... No, I mean, like, what do you? What is he going to come after? Is he going to take your cool... Com- you have a great computer. He's going to take your cool stuff. And you don't want that. You got to make a stand. Canadian exactly. legal system. What happens if it goes wrong? Is there an exchange of maple syrup or something? <laughs> I don't know. We have small claims court like you do. Like, you know, we got... Oh, so like a vial know. of maple. It's a whole vial of it, yeah. Like a by yeah, court of it. exchange maple syrup up here in Canada. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Here's your Sorry, syrup. here you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I have to give this to you. I'm sorry I have to take it. I saw the funniest yeah, but- thing. You guys got your new, you got your new coin with King... Uh, what's his name? The new king. Uh George, not George. Uh, uh, King Locklear. Ralph. What's his name? King What's wrong with Pistachio. me? <laughs> what, the one that was married King to Koopa. Koopa. The King one Koopa. that was married to Princess Diana. What's wrong with me? Uh, Prince Welsh Martian. Oh my lord! Martian Manhunter. Why can't anyone George? think of his name? It's like Diana Ross. Why is Diana <laughs> Ross in my head? Queen Elizabeth had a son. His name is Charles. Jeez. All right. Charles anyway, G's. you guys put yeah, out, you guys showed off your new thing? coin. You have a new coin with his head on it, and it's a side profile of him. And I saw that photo, and I went, the ears are too small. And then somebody sent me somebody who photoshopped it, so they have a front shot of the coin, looks like the one I saw. And then they have a side shot of the coin, and they have big old ears sticking out of the heads, out of the head side oh, of the coin. It made me laugh. Anyway, congratulations on your new sovereign and uh, having to use his money and shit. Good luck on that. Yeah. Uh, All right. That's it for all those things. Uh, Thank you, Crofton. Thank you, other voicemail guy. And uh, listen, if you are a listener of this show. Did Bo want to respond? Oh, did you want to respond more to Crofton's deal? Yeah. You give it to you guys. His was mostly aimed at you. I just. I appreciate you you guys coming to my defense. I figure that's enough. Well, no, if we're going to build a beef, let's build a beef. If he's going to come at us with weak sauce, like, let's fire it up. he, he, He cheated at root but the thing is is yes he might not have known but mm. he i'm very insistent when it comes to we don't understand rules to stop the game and figure it out you played D with me before oh, right yeah. remember the yeah the big pit where i had to measure the exact velocity of the zombies falling down yeah, the, the math. for some reason <laughs> <The> math <bit. laughs> yeah i get kind of in these like these holes where i'm like I, we have to resolve things as like you know, rules ease as possible. Sure. And um, <laughs> my insistence on the book sucked and was poorly written was due to things like this. Although, really, the so he, you get a little card with your thing, rules on it for each faction, and he just misread his three or four games in a row. <laughs> the one time I get the faction, I find the error and have to play correctly, not cheating. And still not winning because I'm the only one that does proper reading. Yeah, proper rules, rules yeah. adherence. Uh, and it, just make a note of that, Jeff Keeley. You know, the <laughs> consultant. I'm very thorough. <laughs> um, the uh, the uh, the other part, which um, my COVID brain is now starting to melt, so I kind of forget where I'm at. But um, it's all good. 
What was the other thing he accused me of? Calling him a bad rogue? Touched his wiener. Yeah. I mean, the VODs are yeah, up on, you know, people can decide for themselves that that, that shit speaks for itself. I've, I've, yeah, I didn't watch a lot of it, but I watched enough to know he got caught a lot doing a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a dastardly bastard. I still love him. Why is he? Why does he want to sue me? Just like, let's go have a, a what is it? Yeah, your brothers. Let's go have a soda. Yeah. Nobody, everybody lives, nobody dies. The Kim Mitchell song. He likes the pet. He, maybe a, he's a great rogue. Maybe he's in frog wrestling all along and we just never saw Oh, it. shit. He's Look not, he's not as much a rogue. I think he fancies himself a rogue. He is, you'll notice his speech patterns uh, are a lot like a certain, a uh, lot like a certain self-confident public speaker. Mm. He's mm. more of a, you know, that kind of rogue. Mm. Oh, uh, different kind of rogue. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the mayor, the person, an affable fellow that gets along with everyone who can speak, you know, in full sentences. He's got some weird, uh, weird under the table stuff. It's a bard vibe, not a rogue thing. Yeah. Very, very Barbie. Reroll bard. Crofton. You're very Barbie. Did you hear me that? Crofton, did you hear that? You're Barbie. Um, all right. Well done. Let's do this. This is, uh, it is time for us to recognize some new faces. That's right. Patreon.com slash core show has some brand new folks in the family. Gabriel G, Eric, John, Tim Reisbeck, incredible plum. That's a great name. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I didn't know that that would be the one that would trip Scott up. It really did. What I liked was the way you read it. Like it's a nice name too, but you were like incredible plum. Plum. Sneaky. Uh, no, that's a good name. I like it. Zach Tronot. Zach Tronot. I believe I believe is how you say the other one. Uh, these fine folks joined us uh, this week, and we would love to have you in there and be counted among them. This month is half over. That means there's still half the fun to have and reasons to join. Go check it out. Read all about it at Patreon.com/slash/CoreShow today. It's going to do it for today's show. Let's get out of here with Fast Grandma and her her uh, summation of the games that were played today. John, take it away. Well, I'll certainly tell you which games got played faster than they did talking about them. They played the World of Warcraft, the Diablo 4, WWE 2K23. Back to Scott, he played Backpack Hero. That nearly missed that one. Bo played uh, Hardcore. Wow, that's still World of Warcraft, but it's Hardcore. <laughs> He also played Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yeah. That's it. Those that's are the it. games. Yeah, we had less games overall this week, but that's okay. Quality over quantity. Wait, what? No, the other one. No, yeah, quality. Yeah. That's what it. I meant. Uh, we did one of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the two for sure happened. Uh, we'll be back next week with more. Uh, plenty should still be happening before the end of this year. We got our best ofs coming up. We'll try to cover the game awards, and those happen. Lots of fun stuff happening. Go check us out at frogpants.com slash core for all your questions. Join us on the Discord while you're at it. We also have a new WoW Guild that's based on the core listenership. You can find that on the Discord. That's all free and available to you right now at frogpants.com slash Discord or wherever you'd check it out on the site. It's all over the place. That is going to do it for us. For me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. more at frogpants.com. Can I have your name, please? Have you spoken to Jaren yet? Hey, quick call for the core, guys. This is Jay-Z. Um, I, I've not actually played Disco Elysium, but I wanted to give Bo an assist in peer pressuring Scott and John to play it. 
by letting everyone know that it is currently 75% off on Steam. And it's not just the game, it's the Final Cut game. So, you know, I assume you get all the, like, extra fixings and stuff with that. Sale goes till till, um, November 6th, so you guys have some time to grab it. Although, knowing Scott and John, who buy games three or four times for various different platforms, they probably already own this. So just play it, guys. It's supposed to be sweet. I bought it. I'll play it. We can all check it off our list together. All right. Have a good one. Hey, Core Crew. This is Nathan. I'm calling for the Core Podcast. It's a bit of a weird question because it was a very niche fan base I'm a part of. I'm an, I love City Skylines. I love it so much. Base game, DLC, whatever. Very good game. Very good use of my time. Just listen to the latest episode about, you know, with, like, reviews of City Skylines 2 and players, you know, upset because, you know, it seemed like your guys' take was because it's a raw base game and the DLC, new DLC is not out. And from my understanding of other people's reviews, in my own opinion, the anger is more about how it, the game released and you can't, you, you computers can't run it. They, you know, at some point they made a statement that they were going to, they were, they were optimizing the game for 30 FPS and we're in 2023. I haven't played it on 30 FPS for forever. I don't know. Maybe I'm a stop. But a lot of people were saying, you know, average, average GPUs on Steam don't even meet the system requirements. And, you know, when you look at City Skylines 2, this game's not the most at least from what I, from what players see, the most graphically intense game. So it's not that they released it without content or, you know, the systems itself are broken or it's not a fun game. We just can't run it how they advertised it. They advertised it with these great graphics and this great, you know, revamp from the old base game, which had all of us so excited, apparently, that they had to release it broken because they, we would have rioted and burned down this, the studio. But the point is, I think, is more that you... We're paying full price, unless you have Game Pass, you're paying full price for a game that is not optimized for the intended medium that it's being released on. You know, it's releasing on PC, and I have, I can run, I can run Cyberpunk, you know, max graphics for 1440p, I'm getting 130 frames, but I play City Skylines 2 on medium to high graphics on the same computer and I'm getting 34 frames while my computer is essentially a pizza oven. I don't know. Interested in your thoughts now that it, it, taking that into consideration, is it okay to release a, a game that just literally will not run and not optimize and try to pin it on the players, you know, the fan base's fault? I don't know. Interested in your thoughts. Have a great podcast, guys. Bye. Hey, Core Show. This is Tony from Iowa. Just curious with BlizzCon and new WoW stuff going out, classic, if, uh, you guys thought it would be interesting if WoW adopted what another old MMO, EverQuest, is doing. EverQuest has time block progression servers. So basically every year they put out a new server. It starts at the very beginning of the game, and over time it unlocks additional content. So similar to WoW Classic, but a little more sped up. Uh, but specifically they have themed servers, so servers with random loot, servers with... um no drop disabled, so soul-bound soul items and wow, you'd be able to trade those indefinitely, put them on the bazaar, things like that. Anyway, just wanted to know your thoughts. EverQuest is doing it really successfully, single-handedly keeping Daybreak games alive. All right, thanks, guys. Hey there, Core Crew. Uh, this is Sammy Lewis from TSCN.TV. Um, this is mainly a message for John, but for the rest of you as well, given you are involved in the endeavor. I went back into John's chat a couple of weeks ago and asked him if he was perfectly fine with another wrestling stream being in existence, and he gave his complete blessing. 
so uh, last week I did the first episode of TSC and Wrestling. I'm going monthly. I am not as insane as John is <laughs> with all this stuff. Um, but thank you, John, for being an inspiration. It was an absolute hit with the people that watched it. I obviously don't have the audience you guys do, but it was still an absolute blast, and I look forward to doing other ones. Um, I may have to reach out with you for some stuff. Um, and by the way, you ever want to get fake beef going between wrestling federations? Yeah, I'm I'm totally up for that, as long as the Frog Pants people know that it is fake beef, because I do not want all of Frog Pants fandom to slam down on little old me. <laughs> uh, TSCN.tv slash wrestling, I guess, if you guys allow it to be plugged. But um, otherwise, love the show, love everything you guys do at CORE. And again, John, thanks for the inspiration. I also blame you, because I'm into real wrestling now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> See you guys.